0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, my name is Mike Busey, but you already knew that. I am joined by my wonderful co-host Miguel Colon Jr.
1: What's up everybody? This is 11?
0: 12? 12. 13?
1: At this point I'm like I can't believe we're not fucking canceled.
0: You know? <laughs> it's because not enough people's listening. I'm just I fear I feel like our success of this show will come with a downward spiral with leading to one of us being homeless, jacking someone off for food. Yeah, it's
1: going to be one of those, like, TMZ story about caught in the zoo having sex with a panda. They also have a podcast.
0: Four years ago, they said insensitive things about blah, 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 blah. We must cancel them.
1: Yeah, I'm glad I'm never going to be that successful so that nobody has to go back and listen to any of the shit I said.
0: I think that's how I've survived. Like, I, I, enough people care, but not enough people care enough to, like, say... We've got to protest him. How dare him live his life?
1: That's funny because that's what we said about people like Jake the Snake. We're like, Jake the Snake can say whatever the fuck he wants because he's already got his fan base. He's not growing anymore, people. So if Jake the Snake wants to say some shit that people are like, holy shit, he just said Columbine was silly.
0: You know, people are like, that's Jake the Snake. Ba-dum-bum. There's a lot of people, I think, like that that get to fly under the radar. They can pretty much do whatever they want and say whatever they want and no one's gonna be surprised
1: who do you think who do you think right now i mean right now honest to god the first person i think of is president donald trump As long as he says something that sounds like something he would say. If he said something that doesn't sound like he would say it, then I'd be like, what the fuck? Like, if he was like, no, every time you see somebody, you got to give him a hug. I'd be like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? But if he was like, Eskimos are the reason we are losing this country, I'd be like, there you go. I think of more like
0: batshit crazy older people that they're like, oh, that's just him. Uh, He doesn't come to mind. I mean, I know he says whatever the fuck he wants, whenever he wants, which is why a lot of people hate him and love him. Uh, However... I definitely think there's probably someone out there that could literally do anything they want and say whatever they want. Who is who who in who in pop culture old past, present, whatever, who's is there is there anyone out there that's uncancelable, as they say now in this in these in these days, as the kids are saying. That you just
1: couldn't cancel them no matter what. Like they if say? they
0: came out and they literally said the most insensitive, racist, sexual, they literally were like physically caught improper like on camera fucking doing bro shit. i'm
1: the president bro no <laughs> like way. literally no literally way. bro literally the bro no the way. president's uncancelable. he's uncancelable. how
0: 50 percent of the fucking country already has canceled him
1: yeah dude but that doesn't mean nobody's turned off the mic that's what I'm saying like the cancel culture is is they take you off they cancel you you can't be said anymore you can't have a twitter you can't have a instagram you can't be on social media and I think I think the president's so uh, intriguing to people that love him or hate him people want to hear from him though you know like people want to hear from him so they could trash talk and people want to hear from him so they could support him I literally think the president has hit the peak of uncancelability. like like you'd have to vote him out, but still, well, they wouldn't be. They've canceled. been trying to
0: get rid of him for four years. I mean, yeah, but that that that's uncancelable. They've literally have uh, gone from one thing to another to another. Like these motherfuckers back in the day were like, "Hey, he lied under oath about this blowjob, and that was it." That I that I recall.
1: Bro, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> they've always. Went, went. The thing is, like this dude has become so. I
0: mean, popular. I was also like uh, twelve years old yeah. or some shit, so I don't. I wasn't. I wasn't too in tune.
1: I think it's pretty intriguing, man, to see somebody know how to handle social media so well and know how to handle uh just I mean, playing the role of villain to some, hero to others, but so you can't turn the channel on this dude. Like the world wants to see him. Even when even when they're not feeling it, you know? Everybody wants to keep hearing more. And I think uh I think we're definitely gonna we're gonna get to the point where we have some more uncancelable people. People are gonna like people are gonna step up and become uncancelable. Like, uh, I think Joe Rogan's knocking on the door. I think he's knocking on He's not there yet, but Joe Rogan's knocking on the door of not being able to be canceled.
0: I mean, there's a lot of people that because uh, they tried come, to get rid of shit comes back to haunt them. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's things that people do and say, and. I honestly think that they, uh, a lot of them, a lot of them may have like true fucking something fucked up about them or or, or their way of life or the way they think. We obviously know that. But then I think there's just like, it is kind of like, I guess you'd have like some old grandpa and he says something you're like, whoa. But then, you know, he's really not a piece of shit. He's just, that's just the way he is. You know, what it is,
1: is the closer you are to somebody, the more you can justify the things you don't approve of them because you know who they are, you know, but it's like it's like. When people, do, that's sort of what this podcast has helped us with. It's one of those ways for people to hear us and be like, okay, this is kind of these guys' this is vibe. I get to learn more about them. I get to feel them. So when they hear some of the things we say that they're like, oh, it's bullshit. I don't like that. I don't agree with that. They also know more about us, and they're able to be like, but this is why I think these guys say that.
0: When I was younger and and more uh, immature, there was definitely people out there that I was like, fuck this guy. Fuck him. Fuck her. Da-da-da. And you don't really know why because I, I feel that a lot of people, and when I mean a lot, I mean pretty much everybody. Um, for example, I grew up hating Bill Clinton and I didn't know why. It's just my dad hated Bill Clinton. Yeah. So you just naturally hate whoever or you're voting for whoever uh, that influences you. Like, you know, because if you or anyone was to be born and let's say they're age five and they say, oh, President Bush is the best president ever or the worst president ever, whatever be the case. That child is going to grow up thinking whatever the fuck they've been influenced by. Yeah,
1: it's all those special needs kids who think the Patriots are cool. You know, like, it's out there, man. You know, every
0: single guy in Massachusetts just fucking changed the channel, Miguel. <laughs> they just went and unsubscribed and left a fucking bad.
1: They were going to change when they found out I was Spanish anyway, you know. <laughs> they're just be like, what? Well, I don't know. Sully, I think, did you find out?
0: I think your last name, Cologne kind of gave it away. They don't know. They don't know. that or They thought it was Colon.
1: Yeah. Like, I think it's a weird spelling of Sullivan. I mean, uh,
0: politics, man. It's, it's well, uncancelable
1: it's, though. Back to your uncancelable. I think Oprah's knocking on uncancelable too, like because she's got an army. Once you got an army behind you that
0: swears what you're doing is right, it's hard. But it's like that South Park episode. America loves to build them up and then tear them down. Yeah. So I don't think anyone's untouchable now. Like when you got people that are like billionaires and everything, and then you find out something. Whether it happened or not, I don't fucking know. I've
1: never seen a billionaire fall, though. Like Bernie Madoff got caught ripping people off. But other than that,
0: I've never seen a billionaire fall because of something they did. Well, we know that uh, money breeds power and power has influence. And, and if you're smart, you uh, navigate in life the way for it to benefit you in the long term. But a lot of people sometimes they get confident or cocky. They think they're untouchable. Then they get comfortable, and the next thing they slip up, and then they do the wrong thing the wrong time. And honestly, we live in a fucking a culture that everyone wants to sue somebody. But can or you think secretly of a billionaire, a
1: billionaire who's ever lost? Like to the point they got knocked down off the billions? I don't think so. I think once you get Maybe to Maybe it's bi- like
0: official, like when you hit that mark, then you're. You're, you're, you're the top you're,
1: of the layer cake, man. All the shit goes down, and you're on top. You're the fucking fondant.
0: You know? that, that reminds me of a, a good subject, actually. Um, Jeff Bezos, the owner of of Amazon. Uh, this guy, you know, went from basically like a a startup company that was, I think, ahead of before its time. I you bought know?
1: books from them in like 2000. I remember. I've them. never
0: bought any books. That's what Amazon
1: was at first. It was just books.
0: Yeah. So it's it's weird to see someone to go like that, go from there to where he's at now, and. Me coming from absolutely nothing and working my ass off never having anything handed to me i definitely appreciate that that level of come up like everyone wants that but then when you get a taste of it i mean shit i'm nowhere even on the fucking in the same universe as his financial situation but as they say as the the great prophet notorious big says no money no problems and that shit could not be more true than ever because I mean, this guy is literally—if he wanted to like buy the earth, he could probably like okay, y'all all not work for me. He could he could literally influence something, some type of government, and have like a stronghold, like kind of like what Pablo Escobar did. He had money, he had he had a, he had a little army, and he had the balls to say "fuck you," uh, you know. I'm I'm not gonna do what what you think. It'll is It'll right. probably
1: end the same way it ended for Pablo Escobar, though.
0: I mean, a lot of people have said Hitler uh, would have fucking still been, still cruised on him, but he got a little too greedy, a little too crazy, and I think that sometimes people get power and it it eats them up, and then they they go crazy. I wouldn't even know what to think if I was Jeff Bezos and uh, literally had that much money. I would be in I would be in fear of my life. I couldn't trust nobody because everyone treats you differently. That's at that, the, that's at that one point. of
1: the that's one of the hard parts of like. When uh, so many people who are super influential and affluent uh, or affluent have a bunch of uh, influence and they also live an affluent life are making decisions for us all the time. Cause like it's difficult. It's difficult sometimes to have the, these guys on the top level telling us what's happened in America. Cause we're like that ain't the America I live in, and we're not. We're not bottom. We're we're in the middle class still. You know, even even you, you're like the top of the middle class, even though you know financially there's a disparages, but you're still a working man who works for uh, a you know a daily survival. You know, you're not coasting. You're not just sitting there letting it letting it pile up. You've got to earn still,
0: uh, Miguel. I think if I like. Hang out in my room for fucking more than an hour. I go out to the kitchen and all things just go to shit. I'm like, yeah. what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> the disparity. I, yeah. all, I, all I imagine is the fucking Hindenburg. And in my mind, I'm like, no, look at this floor. It needs to be mopped. Someone take out the trash. And I wonder sometimes I'm like, what the fuck would happen to this place if I wasn't fucking here more than like a week? Do you ever wonder too? The pool like, would be green. You ever seen those shows on History Channel? It's like life after life people. After people. <laughs> the Statue of Liberty has fucking vines coming out of its eyes and shit and fourteen
1: hours after Michael left.
0: The, the house. fucking Pentagon's covered in vines <laughs> and grass and shit, and there's like There's like warring tribes running the property here. Florida's like underwater. That's what I envision like when I die. Like it's gonna be a fucking riot to who can steal corn man and the two thousand dollar fuck doll.
1: I think uh one of the things though also is because you never had like and I mean this truthfully you never had like a course that taught you how to go from uh you, you can't throw that away because we don't have enough money for that to no, we can buy a new one if it's broken that the, there's always going to be a hold back to you that's like because i mean we talk about things like we always joke around that you want to be the king of the trailer park because like you're always talking about adding more trailers and and people to the property and i do think there's a portion of us that don't even realize some of the potential that we have with this business well miguel
0: it's because i have a a foundation and the economics of well the basics it's called everyone needs a place to live and yeah you know not everyone can afford a right, nice right. luxurious home so guess what always like I, I tried to move this whole operation to a trailer park a year ago. I know.
1: Ago. I was with you, and then I and found that was out the funny thing because it cost to...
0: just as much <laughs> at time. I'm like, what? Who's paying over in a thousand dollars living? You used to Mike
1: used to always be like, yeah, hey, you get a place for like three, four hundred dollars uh, 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 a month, and we're like, what? A storage container? You
0: know? <laughs> That's what like blows my mind when some people bitch because I mean, let's say, I would say ninety percent of the people who lived here uh, at Southcastle Castle Eight in the last four years have not paid rent, and um. It blows my mind when they're like, "Oh, well, I don't feel like I should pay that." I'm like, "You don't feel like you can't afford four hundred dollars a month," and then I'm basically feeding you every fucking night, and I'm almost tucking you in. I bought the pillows and the fucking mattress you sleep on, and blowjobs are on me, fucking good times, all the fucking fun, and and then I'm paying them. And sometimes like there's people who work here now that I'm like, "What the fuck are you doing with your money? You're making like a thousand dollars a week." And we have a guy. I won't say no names. I don't know what the fuck he does with his money. And that could that could honestly that could go for like four people here right now. So no one get no I get one get that, all personal. And I get, get
1: that too when people hit us up like, hey, listen, I I need this, and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing with your money?
0: Like, like some people like this, this is coming from a guy who has bought the dumbest shit probably on record. For anyone of, of my stature. Yeah. And it's not, the, and it's, the, it, it, there's always
1: a difference between, hey, can you spot me some money for this thing one time? Everybody's been in a situation where they need to go to a friend for, like, hey, can you spot me something for one time? That's
0: those, that kind of thing, that ain't shit. Everybody. I wish there was to, like a street credit. I wish there was like Equifax and yeah. whatever the fucking other one is. And I wish, I wish there was like, all right, street credit. Like, yeah. can you call your homie right now at 4 a.m. to bond you out of jail right yeah, now?
1: Yeah, yeah. I got an 850 on the streets and I'm trying oh, to dude. get a Seven ten on fucking in Equifax,
0: you know? It's like, sad. I wish there was a track record of that.
1: I'd have to pay a decent interest if I had a if I was buying a car. But if I needed somebody to like get rid of a stolen car for me, my my street with facts is so hardcore. But yeah, like you said, there's some people who have nothing. Like there's people, like I said, if you need to borrow something, that happens to everybody. So I'm, I don't knock that. But there's people who don't have cars that work for us forever, and it's like uh, they they're living in the bunks. And then you're like, "Hey, man!" They're like, "Oh, I, I need to, I need, I need a ride somewhere. I need to take an Uber, or they take multiple Ubers." Miguel, I'm honest,
0: I honestly think that I've may employed and, and, and housed some of the most frugal, financial wealthiest people on the planet because I don't know what they do with their money, and I literally don't. I I literally have seen these people not spend anything on anything. I, I, I want to audit. I want to audit the people who have lived here over the years. <laughs> I want to know where the fuck their money went to. And and it's sad because... Because like, I've smoked some of their weed, too, and it's not
1: even going to good weed. <laughs> <laughs> like, like sometimes sometimes I, I I smoke with people here who don't spend a single bill, and I'm like, why are you smoking this dirt? Can you imagine? Not Steven,
0: though. I know where Steven's money goes because I smoke much his weed. Steven's <laughs> getting all comfortable. He's over sweating and shit. Like, oh, fuck. he's the top- We're not talking about you, Steven, all right? <laughs> well, maybe like 25% of you. That's it. I mean...
1: I know I know where Steven's money goes, to Good Weed, Walmart, and his dog.
0: No, you know? it, it goes on gas money for his girlfriend, because every time I turn around, she's like, Hey, Steven, I'm down here at Walmart. Do you need anything? Walmart, we're going to find out Walmart's like, like, story. bullshit story. Are you employing your girlfriend to literally uh, be like an errand runner? Like, she is, that poor woman It literally goes to the fucking store Every single day, sometimes three or four times a day. Hey, Stephen, are you hungry? We're gonna go down the checkers. Do you want anything? Hey, listen, I ain't hating because she definitely have brought brought back many of many of free lunches. Hold that shit, man. Because
1: sometimes she's like, "Hey, I'm at Walmart. Y'all want anything?" And I'm like, Get "Hey, and
0: I of wine, roll some meat." Yeah. And here's the deal: I didn't catch on right away, but then, uh, well, there's this thing called when you let your friends borrow a leopard print fucking cheetah van, <laughs> and next thing you know, you're getting Snapchats and Instagrams where it's like, the yo. I pulled up on you with fucking a four thirty six. <laughs> hey, yo, yo, Busey, come on! I'm out here in front of Walmart. I'm right next to your van, and I've I've snapped with it in the past so so much that people know it's mine. But for a while, because Steven had came from out of town and, and his whatever, I don't know what the fuck. Well, they had their house was their house is an RV, so that was their vehicle until they parked it. Yeah, you hear him talking about trailer parks, uh, and he's trying to he's trying to. uh He's trying to fucking. He's trying to make sure that you stay alone and lonely. I want. I'm trying to get you friends. No. I'm trying to build the block. I'm trying to build the monopoly trailer I park. Do, I want to send us. I want to send us to like
1: what I call real uh, businessman rich guy academy because there's so many things we don't even know. about. like I'd love for us to talk to them and they'd be like, <laughs> you gentlemen are buying trailer parks. The money is in buying clouds. You know, <laughs> like what? Because there's, you know, that truthfully, though, there's shit we know nothing about that we could be plugged into deep. And we just give a, if I gave you
0: a million dollars right now, what would you spend? What would you truly invest it in? Like, here's the deal before yeah. you answer. Okay. Everyone, including myself, has been broke. Maybe you're listening to this, and you know you're not fucking sitting on fucking hundreds and thousands of dollars. What if someone? We all have that. I think we all make the same excuse. Well, if I if I had, you know, like someone gave me a million dollars, I'd be rich. I would invest it into. What would you do? What would you? I got a million dollars. One thing.
1: One thing. I got to. I got to put all of it in one thing. One thing. See, that's what I wouldn't do. There can't oh, be one. You thing. have chosen
0: wisely, you may proceed to get a
1: <laughs> Um God though, you know, like I truthfully, I always said this. If I won the lottery, honest, if I was one of those guys who won the lottery, you got like a fifty million dollar score. I would have to disappear for like a year to truly learn what you do when you have See, that much money.
0: That's the cool thing I don't about know. the lottery yeah. is that you know you're not gonna win. But you pay one dollar, ten dollar, twenty dollars, whatever. Feel good like you could win. It's from that moment you bought that ticket to the moment they draw it. Is that fantasize yeah. of like you're almost paying for a fantasy?
1: It's like a girl giving you a fake number at the club. It's like the whole oh, ride man, home. You're like, totally I'm fucking. Fuck. And then you call up, and Papa John's is like, "How may I help you?" Like, you're <laughs> like,
0: "Does she work at Papa John's?" <laughs> That's weird. You ever gone up to a girl that you really don't find that attractive, and you're just trying to be nice, and she thinks you're flirting with her, and she fucking like blows you out of the water?
1: Yeah, yeah. And you're like, "Whoa!" Like, I offered, I offered these girls back at Roxy's. old oh, when I was younger, uh, these girls were Roxy sitting there, nightclub. Roxy nightclub. They were sitting there. Waiting, I didn't say that in case
0: some of our friends go, are of scratching and shit. Yeah,
1: they're like Roxy's. Her. This uh, this group of girls. That I didn't want nothing to do with. We're waiting for the bar, and they weren't getting drinks. But back then, I used to go to Roxy all the time. You know, bartenders where they would see somebody who comes all the time, of course—and course. they're gonna skip everybody and be like, "Hey, what do you need, brother?" Because they know you're a tip. So I was like, "Hey, uh, I was like, you know what? I want this," and I was like, "And whatever these girls are having," and they were like. <laughs> We don't need you to get drinks, and I was like, "Bitch, you've been waiting there twenty minutes." I was just trying to be nice. Yeah, that's the wor- the worst. Is it's not like anybody ever shoots you down. Cool, like, oh, thank you, sir, but we're
0: fine. You I've know- never hit a woman in violence ever but I have damn, sure, I'm damn I'm damn sure wanted to shake the shit out of a bitch before. Oh, man. The worst is, like you
1: said, you get shot down for not even trying to make an advance. And and it's, like I said, it's never just nice. Like, hey, no, no buddy. No, thank you. We're not interested. It's like, ah, we don't need you. And I'm like, what the fuck? I don't need this. I yeah. don't need this.
0: It's the most awkward situation because uh, I've had times where I played the game where I just was like super nice, but then like gave them all their all their yeah. space and like didn't even try to interact with them in an intimate way. And I'd be like, they're like, oh, my God, what the fuck? I'm out of here. And I'm like, what the fuck? Bitch, who the fuck? I wasn't even looking at you, bitch. No, I don't care about you.
1: Have you ever, had, you know, the other one that sucks is like the three girls are hanging out, having a good time. Everybody's just hanging out. Nothing's, nothing's probably even going to happen. Everybody's just having a good time. And there's one friend that's not feeling it. And she's like,
0: we need to go. The one who's not getting that
1: dick. We need to go now. And you're
0: like, Nobody Jennifer, to go Sarah, anywhere. let's go now. I'm not. Pl- no, I'm in the car. Let's go. Worse than that, though, is the dude that's
1: all pussy. Power there goes here. your fucking blowjob. <laughs> goodbye the dude who was like yeah let's get out of here i'm not feeling it bro guy code go sleep in my car yeah you it's,
0: know? it's it's totally unless you're way the around. driver
1: unless you're the driver you're always drivers allowed to call anything at
0: any moment it's like he's a, he's the quarterback he's like all right
1: you're going wide you're going short yeah. down said huh 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 the worst the worst with that is when the guy's like well let me get your keys no no I'll unlock the car for you to sit in it But you're not taking these keys So the minute I do need to go I find out you left to go to like a fucking Waffle House or I, something.
0: Have, I have spent You know There's things that I will think about When I die and, and let's say I get blessed enough to have That moment of my life Flashes in front of my eyes And one of those things will be the countless hours I've spent Probably at least a year of my life That I've spent waiting on one of my homies to fuck <laughs> yeah <laughs> whether it was in the car in the driveway or whether we stay in the bar longer because i'm that drunk dude it's like yeah. yo what's up everybody yeah. and i'm at the bar like they're like yo let's get out of here the fucking owner's like yo mike hey i love you bro We gotta get the fuck out of here it's 4 a.m the worst close an hour ago
1: the worst is when your homie's a girl and she's the one who drove you she's like i'm gonna go with this guy real quick you're like I'm going to be stuck in the fucking car. There's no air on. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm just waiting. I,
0: I play this game called How the Fuck Are We Getting Home? Yeah, yeah. I love that game because wh- I don't like to play when I'm sober because that just fucking pisses me off. But when I'm drunk, I have literally have jumped out of cars, okay? I have literally said, get out of here. I don't care. I'll find a way home. And luckily, my giant uh, fat retarded head is very recognizable so you could literally be unconscious, like like someone dying in the desert, looking into the distance as a mirage. Like,
1: like I, your silhouettes, like Alfred Hitchcock. Everybody knows th- who the fuck this is.
0: I think that's Mike Busey. I must give him ride. You want to ride home? I'm like hell yeah, I want to ride home. What
1: happened the night you told me about
0: when you got your nipples pierced? Oh my <laughs> swear, Listen, I swear, I'm gonna punch you. I swear <laughs> to God, get out of the get the fuck out of my head. I was getting ready to I. I swear. I swear what on Jetta's is, guys, life. What that
1: is, guys, Jetta girl, is that's, that's ten, love you, girl.
0: 10 years of me and this motherfucker spending a lot of time together. If you're ever wondering, Jetta always, if you're watching this and you're a you remember at member you actually get to watch two fat dudes talk for two hours. But Jetta stays right here by my feet. She's yeah. hidden behind the table. Anyways. The nipple piercing story. I love this I, story. Listen, I swear. I'm going to punch you right now. I'm going to punch you. you. You got into my mind. <laughs> this brings up. I was literally getting ready to tell you. About this time, me and my friend Nasty Nate, we were at a club called Taboo Nightclub, which is now called the Beach in Orlando, Florida. I got I, listen. All right, listen. I waited a while to start getting. I was getting drunk when I was like four or five. My dad would give us me and my sister beers. We're like, oh, I like to hear them belch. <laughs> and I think that's why I don't drink beer no more. But now, and I waited. I was like a good Christian boy Yeah, because you, you, you did you like you like punked yourself until you were like in your twenties. Yeah. I, I, I something. Maybe it, was, maybe it was God. He was like, you know, I know this motherfucker. is going like to really hard. So let me just hold him back like a good old horsey. And then. Like the, you wouldn't even fuck. You would get head or something. And then yeah, they feel bad me, about it. Yeah, they called right? me the third base porn star. Yeah. <laughs> and then you said you'd feel bad about it. Yeah, guilty. when I was in a Christian college, I made, I'll make this short sweet and I'll go back to that story. Uh, there was this uh, mediocre chick. She had nice, nice big old things, you know, titties. And I was at Florida Christian College. And she was a senior, and I was a freshman, and I was the only boys' room that was on the second level. It was the first door. The first, rest of the hallway was girls? The, the, whole, the whole rest of the balcony, the second story, was all chicks. At except, least it
1: was just you guys and not like creeps, though. For real, though, you know? Well,
0: well, well my roommate, this, uh, in college, apparently the freshmen get the last of the pickings, and I got literally the guy that no one ever wanted to live with. Shout out to Terrence Fisher. <laughs> if you're out there. Fuck you. <laughs> um, he was a fucking maniac. Yeah, yeah. It was like those movies they make. Like this is the nightmare fucking roommate. That the was wild a- ass. So it was. It was. No, it was the. It was the Lord. The Lord was teaching me a valuable lesson. Jeez. The Lord knew that one day I would, one day grow up to start a thing called a sausage castle
1: tambourine solo for jesus
0: yeah and and he knew that i would have you know hundreds and thousands of fucking crazy i've literally had lived with every single type of character but anyways so this chick there was a senior uh i used to climb up in the attic and and go from the fucking i went through the attic of the (laughs) second story and there was this really hot chick uh, all all i'm thinking is like really hot chick named mindy she was from Tennessee. She had some I'm thinking nasty. like Die
1: Hard, you crawling
0: through the oh, air yeah, vents. No, exactly. <laughs> Except worse. And I'm, I'm, Okay, I know some of y'all are like, man, Mark, you know your fat ass didn't do that. Oh, listen, I was in college. I played basketball. I yeah. used to be athletic, okay? I was in prime time shape. I almost had a four pack. Real real skinny motherfucker. Big ass head like a light bulb. You lean forward. You do two front flips. Exactly. You know? i got. I seen baby pictures in my house. I'm like, damn, this big ass head, baby, who the fuck is this? Anyways, so one time – this has nothing to do with the fucking chick that sucked my dick, but – When does it? I I remember I got like 80% of the way there, and then I could hear like as I'm going over every room – this is the attic. Like you got like eighty percent
1: there. You're in the attic. I can
0: hear through the uh, the the, little f- the vents, the AC yeah. vents. You could hear like, oh my god, I like Bobby. And every room I went past, I could hear like girls gossiping, like and 1950s
1: stuff. fucking house skirt. I, I would tits. hear
0: like Christian contemporary music, <laughs> fucking blaring, <laughs> and they're in there like listening to Newsboys and DC I'm about to say, Talk. Who was the coolest? the jars news of bo- clay. Newsboys was like the hot Christian oh, music. Oh, fucked with the Newsboys. DC Talk. Heavy. They
1: were they were white rappers, right, or something like that. Oh, uh, there was a black dude, but you know dude. whatever. I hope he was all the lyrics,
0: and sensitive motherfucker.
1: <laughs> I remember them being white rappers though. I remember seeing that. So you're hearing all the all the dopest Christian fucking radio. And I
0: remember like I guess the RN showed up to Mindy's room, and I had to fucking go all the way back.
1: You had to crawl all the way through. Yeah, it again. This, I
0: didn't have. I don't think. No, I didn't have a cell phone. I mean, this is like the motherfucker. I, if, uh, the first like, like or huh? sausage castles, I literally was like, Yo, we gotta get a home phone. I was like, I'm not using no home phone. Now like, oh, I guess I'll pay for that shit so I get my sister to put it in her name. You know what I'm talking about? Anyway, so this one chick, that was a senior. We'll go back to the the nasty Nate taboo story. Don't worry, I'm on it tonight, okay? So, we'll start off slow and we're going to finish hard. So, uh, this chick, she was mediocre. Yeah. Big old thing, pretty old little thangs. face. Trying to she you know, actually I know, I'll tell you who she reminded me of. Speaking of all this political shit. Yeah. Monica Lewinsky. Okay. She, she looked like Monica Lewinsky. Okay. Anyways, she had this black Ford Ranger single cab. Okay, and it was uh, right before curfew. Oh yeah, I, did. I went to a Christian college. I had a curfew. I can't even imagine them room you a inspections. Curfew. All this shit. I got in trouble because I had a photo of a a, a fucking twenty one inch turd. I took with a Polaroid. <laughs> I had it pinned on my wall, and I had a bag, my bag of toenails that I keep. That I've been Ugh. collecting since nineteen ninety seven. That's a whole other story. And uh, so this gross. girl gave me a ride. We went out to the Kissimmee Lakefront. <laughs> Suck on his dick, and this is when my dick was like in prime shape. This, this dick, this is when I was like proud to send some, fucking. If I, if I had took photos of my dick, I would have been really proud of him because it was had had a little more fucking strength behind it. You know, it wasn't that big old foofa there, a little fucking (laughs) underbelly. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, I know a hundo. What you talking about? Some of your listeners might know what we're talking about. Big boy club. You know what I'm
1: talking about? I know. Everybody knows. Sit down. When you big boy, when you sit down, your dick loses three inches because it's all around. Now you you see me? No, you do. You can't. You can't get a blowjob if you're sitting 90 degrees on a chair. You got to lean. It's got to be like a
0: 122. You know? dick. <laughs> yeah. I got ground groundhog dick. That motherfucker going, in, going down for cover. Dick like the Viet Cong, man. Osama Bin Laden in Afghanistan <laughs> trying not to get hit by the bombs. So anyways, yeah. Um, Good dick days, though. So she sucked my dick in the playground. Uh, I think a cop came by and kind of scared us. Yeah. we like, oh, let's get out of here. Oh, no. And I was so. Head my relationship with God was so airtight. <laughs> so airtight. You know what I'm talking about? There was no room for Nobody. No more room for nobody. There wasn't no more room for blowjobs in this relationship with Christ I had. So what happened? So I like literally, right before we pulled back into the college, I remember we had to wait till like, because we knew when the RNs would check and yeah. you had to wait till they checked to go back in. And, and if your roommates are cool, which mine were not, because <laughs> they were definitely snitching. Um, yeah. So, uh, but luckily I knew that my RN's uh, sister had an abortion. <laughs> Good to know so Good I to was know like, Christian college I was like Hey um, So I sh-
1: Cause well, they kick you Out of Christian college For that oh, shit Oh, not Listen, they? listen. Don't even
0: get me started With that Cause I got kicked out But anyway, kicked we'll tell that story next Yeah So This girl sucked my dick Great fucking job, wherever you are, Monica Lewinsky looking chick. I don't know where to. I don't remember nothing about that you. model of woman sucks a great dick like the Lewinsky two thousands. <laughs> oh. Well, I think it's because uh, chubbier chicks have bigger cheeks and they have big fat juicy. You don't see uh, a bigger girl with skinny lips. Yeah, so that that shit... terrifies me
1: because I think about it. that means we probably would give great hand mm. if we had to. My girl. <laughs> I was on
0: a deserted island, i love to ship my <laughs> wings. Like,
1: oh, my God. Everybody's looking at me because I got jowls, and they're like, that's why I keep a beard so it won't be fun. I always Don't people, worry. That
0: beard's not going to stop me, boy.
1: I always tell people I'm terrified of going to prison because I have big titties and I'm a good listener,
0: oh, boy, and I'm funny I'm
1: going like, to <laughs> <laughs> be super popular.
0: Oh, yeah. You're going to be tossed around from <laughs> yeah. cell to cell.
1: <laughs> holding hands and fucking holding pockets.
0: Tuesdays with Miguel. Pass <laughs> yeah. down. Trade you a couple honey buns with that boy anyways fucking she sucked my dick and then as we pulled in i was like hey um i never want to see you fucking <laughs> again and i am so sorry i feel really bad about this and i feel like i i i have uh hey i have betrayed I never my lord was- and savior jesus christ and i i want to say jesus i i damn near broke down in uh, tears and this is this is a long way from here now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't... <laughs> Remember, it's her car. She's dropping 2000, you off. Two thousand. She and sucked you're my dick. Her, you, she's, she's a like, senior in, high, in college. She sucked your college. dick
1: in her car. She's dropping you off. And you're like, hey, real quick. I never
0: want to see you again. <laughs> and she looked at me, and I swear to God, this is dead ass <sighs> true. She was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then I got a car, and... <laughs> I never talked to her again. I saw her in the hallways and stuff. And we were like, we would walk down the it's same like, fucking ways of class. And you, shit. you were such like a brainwashed like Bible thumper that you were like, she was wrong for what she did. How dare you pleasure my <laughs> penis? I rebuke you. In your glorious mouth. <laughs> Someone right now is listening to this at work like, turn it down. <laughs> yeah, Someone's did. like some guy from Office Space. Hey, uh, so, Bob, we're going to talk about uh, – we have a little meeting about your uh, – well, your podcast listening—we got to talk. You know, about you know that. what
1: would be the greatest moment right now if some dude was crawling through the attic at a Christian college, listening to this coming from one of the rooms downstairs.
0: <laughs> He's like, "Oh my God, it's a sign from God." I was,
1: I'm getting my dick sucked tonight. You know what's funny too is, you know, after that girl sucks your dick, she probably had the moment where she's like dropping you off. She's like, "Man, what are we gonna do? Like, am I gonna have to see this guy a lot?" Blah, blah. She's like talking it up, and you're like, "I never want to see you again." She's like, "Oh." Oh, okay. Okay, this works out.
0: You ever fucked a girl so fucking good, and it was such a magical night, and you never talked to her again? Yeah. And you're like, bitch, what the fuck? You ever get ghosted by somebody that you thought you guys,
1: like, literally, like, the last words they say is they're like, I had such a good time. Can I see you again? You're like, yeah.
0: Boom, bum, bum, never. It's because not only does it happen in guys, and I've thought about this a a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of times, guys and girls. Whatever moment they're in life, whatever situation, relationship they're entering or exiting or in the middle, they're in fucking relationship, purgatory, whatever. Normally, when there's some type of guilt, they tend to say, I never want to see you again. Yeah. And sometimes they don't say that. Sometimes they just <laughs> I never they block your number in case they're, you know, cuddling with their boyfriend and you send them a fucking dick pic for to it. In the To be
1: fair, though, I respect your straight up. Because there's no questions, you might wonder why you never want to see him again, but it happened right after I got a list cool. Miguel,
0: okay, I have a list of bitches that if I saw I'd be like i'm gonna'm I'm if I heard like let's say I was walking on the street and I saw like oh the wedding of da da and then it was the photo of what she looked like when I fucked her, I would walk in and be like, "Why didn't you call me back?" <laughs> Did I not fuck you so? There was this girl. Were you not entertained? There was this girl that I fucked so good.
1: <laughs> in, I my gar- your humble- in my garage. I wish, guys, in my garage. In a hot
0: tub, listening to Bob Marley. You
1: got to watch the podcast, guys, on the site, because I need you to see Mike's face right now. As he explains. Like, there's an anger and pride in his face as he's like, I fucked her
0: so good, Miguel. No, I'm, and then I'm being honest. I'm being honest. It's like you, when
1: you found out you gave your best years to somebody who you just didn't end up being with.
0: I feel like. It's restitution for all the girls that I just, I used for sexual gratification one late night. There was a girl one time that I met on AOL, instant message. Dated. Met her in a little chat room. Yeah. Age, sex, location, pick? Question mark. <laughs> and she just—this is like the beginning of social media profiles. I remember you could like upload a photo of yourself or something, and it was some like website like jib jab or something i don't know it wasn't that obviously yeah. it was something where you yeah. could like it would like do motion animation with your photos that you uploaded which was fucking absolutely horrible i still am angry at young people today i'm like
1: you don't know how it was yeah back in my days back had- in my day i had a mail a dick pic
0: motherfucker just wait <laughs> well i remember i met this chick and uh her fucking original original AOL instant messenger name was Kitty. K I T T Y. Now, some of you are listening, some of you just young kitty, nothing else to it. Okay, yeah, you know so what I'm saying. She got Kitty
1: before anyone got Kitty. That's that. like
0: saying I got fucking uh, Bible.com. Yeah. You were, this is early internet instant messaging. This, this was an the, email. Yeah, this, this is was the like, Oklahoma land rush. You put a flag
1: down on a plot, and this was yours. You
0: see, folks, there was this little yellow guy that was running in place. And then you would hear this, you've got mail. And then if you didn't, you'd be like, fuck. Yeah. And then, you know, you would get this little CD, and it got like X amount of hours yeah. and shit. And you'd, hear, and you'd have to make sure your fucking mom wasn't on the damn uh, phone. It'd make this yeah. sound. Well, I met this girl named Kitty. And she, Kitty was in some freaky shit. And I remember my, my screen name was Cadillac, which is kind of a big deal, too. Because my you boy. Got Cadillac? Just yeah, Cadillac? Cadillac. With I, no numbers. Well, or anything? it might have been misspelled like Cadillac, yeah. But. <laughs> just the moral like the cat-a-dill. story is, I was also quick to the punch because my boy, David Bent, he had a mom that had a really good job and yeah. she was single and, you know, she was. Was the computer
1: like, in the kitchen back then or like the living room and stuff back It when? was
0: the living room area. It was in his apartment. It was Kasimi. the weirdest
1: thing, man, to have to jack off in a common room. Oh, li- and I did
0: at Saucer Castle too, we threw a sheet. We called it the Porn Machine, a giant. That's nipple. what you call the computer? Yeah. The Porn machine. Oh yeah, because it was. It had full blown AIDS, fucking LimeWire, oh, Napster, lime wire. everything. Like we waited a week to get a Jenna Jameson video downloaded. and We passed it around like a fucking, like a, like a fucking at a fucking frat house. I don't know. I don't know what to say after that. Some shit got passed around, right? It could join at a reggae concert. There you go. Thank you. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we, <laughs> would, we and we had a respect. Unless, <laughs> like a unless. bird. I
1: can see you like a bird with a blanket over you just fucking yeah. jacking off. No, listen, motherfuckers be
0: chilling watching TV like 10 <laughs> feet away, and it was no thing. What, you, watching the water boy? W- whatever with, whatever with, fucking was clever. With uh, the band tassels? <laughs> uh, uh, no, this is after that. Uh, you and your public jacking off. <laughs> no, listen, I got video of me uh, filming my boy Sock Dick Dave, who was uncircumcised. And one time he had the sheet. When when the she it was like when you know you come home and there's a sock on the doorknob. <laughs> you, Yo, you see uh, someone playing Casper the Friendly Ghost <laughs> on saying. the porn machine. You know someone's beating that dick. So you, it was like an unspoken rule, like a law, like don't go fuck with him. You don't, <laughs> But we would get mad because Sock Dick Dave, he wouldn't get to the point. He'd be teasing it. I'm like, dog, like stop stroking minutes? it and get in there and get it done. I like how you guys would fuck with each other on
1: anything. But it was like Highlander and Holy Land. Like You're like, yo, you can't fuck with a man when he's on the board machine. It's like unspoken rules of combat, you know?
0: Oh, for <laughs> sure.
1: For, for sure. Hey, tell me the finish it up. Tell me about when uh that tell these people, because I know the story, I love it, about when you when
0: you got your nipples pierced. Oh, okay, so back passport <laughs> <Fast laughs> <forward laughs> to <laughs> Castle Four. Okay. Um where was that one located? Actually, hold on, let me back up. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> porn machine Dave, Sock Dick <laughs> Dave is at the porn machine, he got done. And this dirty son of a bitch, he worked at UPS. He had a green supervisor shirt, a little polo with his name on there. <laughs> and fucking, he would smoke cigarettes in the fucking house right there next to the glass sliding door. Would he smoke while he was under the fucking blanket? No, no, no. That's crazy. Miguel, that's crazy, Miguel. Stop it. So after he would nut every now and then. When there was, like, there was, like, one roommate that was, like, super. I was, like, against cigarettes. I hated cigarettes pretty much my whole life. But there was one roommate. If he wasn't there, he would like, what's up, fat kid? He would yeah. call me fat kid. And, and now I look at all the videos and the photos, like, motherfucker, I wasn't fat. Now I'm fat. <laughs> They've been calling me fat kid my whole goddamn life, Miguel. <laughs> I didn't deserve it. So, anyways, um, he got on beating his dick. And I was definitely fucking with him because I remember, like, filming, like, do the blinds and shit with the old fucking... I got got this on camera, okay? So, fuck you if you don't believe me, people out there. And uh, I remember fucking watching him smoke, and, and then my friend, this hot chick... Who had her nipples pierced? Which is, you know, back in the day, it was like boob jobs. Right, like, What yeah. you know, a chick with her nipples. I remember. Pierced? I
1: remember in like 1994, I saw a girl wearing a thong, like in like blasphemy. A thong, and I was like, oh my god, she wears a thong. She was like, we were, we, I think we were both in like middle school. And she was whore harling. Yeah, we were gonna make out, and she took her pants off, and I was like, oh my god, you like just
0: busted the, everywhere. I was like, like in the
1: movies,
0: <laughs> these goddamn kids grow up on thongs now, yeah. Miguel, sons of yeah. bitches. You and your fast fucking internet? Yeah, <laughs> with your fast internet, your shaved cooch, and, and your
1: thongs. Y'all don't know the world I lived in. Back in my day, my fucking mama had a hairy pussy. Yeah,
0: when I ate pussy back in my day, it was like kissing Bin Laden, you know? <laughs> you ever eat pussy, and you're down there, and it don't taste good, and you're like, just keep going. <laughs> well, I took this chick to fucking Disney one time, and she may or may not <laughs> pissed a few times and it tastes oh! a so coppery. <laughs> And I'm just like... Like pennies? No, I... I, I started dry heaving. But I was dedicated. She she was hot and she was rich. She had a hot-ass mom and a hot sister. She lived in Windermere. And I fucking... Emily West. Emily West, where the fuck are you? Where's your pissy pussy? I feel like... I feel like... I, she took me to a Weezer concert. She paid for a What's ticket. with
1: these homies and this is pissing when, their pants? When,
0: and I remember... Uh, I remember she drove a Ford Explorer, the Eddie Bauer edition, and that and a Ford Explorer back in the late nineties. Yeah. Oh yeah, bro, you were balling. Yeah. So, did they even make Ford Explorers anymore? Anyways, uh, I don't
1: know, man. I, you know, I think they make the Explorer and the Expedition, but they don't. Uh, they don't make the Excursion anymore.
0: So he was smoking a cigarette. After yeah. he's beating Sock his Dave. dick. Sock dick, Dave. Uncircumcised and eater, dick motherfucker from Argentina. And his family had roach coaches. They overpriced, like, you fucking told before, pinatas. You, you told us before on the show how you guys would sometimes work it and then they'd be yeah. all these deals. So he was, like, one of my best friends that we always fucked with. So my friend with nipples pierced. I, mean, look, yeah. I got back to right where I started. Good job, because I forgot. And uh, <laughs> I was like, hey, get this, get this. And here she is holding this high 8 camera. And I go behind him. And I go to pull down his uh, chair. That's a
1: violation of the rule, bro. No, he was done. He was oh, smoking. Oh, no, he was smoking.
0: Okay, sorry. And he sorry. like, oh, what are you doing? Fuck you. Leave me alone. Yeah. Leave me alone. He was like enjoying his after jerk fucking. Yeah. His no fucking hand wash either. After- no, definitely Cigarette not. Cigarette could stick hand to his hand like Spider-Man. Hand sanitizer wasn't even fucking invented Mm-mm. yet, motherfuckers, okay? You had to go in there and use water. Yeah, the concept was wild. Yeah. So I go over, and I'm wearing an 11 color T-shirt, by the way. And the band of the show, the show, baby, okay, come on, what's baby. Up. And I, I pull on his his little computer chair, which probably cost God knows what at the time. I had some rich, I had like two or three roommates who had you know money and shit and had nice cars and stuff. And uh, the porn machine was definitely his. And uh, shout out to Drew Jennings. Uh, I went and pulled behind the, the the chair, the chair, and he falls back, and he's like, "Oh, you motherfucker!" It's all on camera, and I'm like, "Hee hee hee!" All giddy, and I walk out. To where the pool deck is, out the the sliding glass door, and you uh you see him flick his cigarette, a lit cigarette at me, and then I like try to run from it, and I run through the other side of the door. I go straight through a glass sliding <laughs> fucking door, hundred percent close, <laughs> blows up. It's all on camera. I'm laying down in these little fucking square little shards, beads of fucking glass. And this is back in the day, like when you're so broke, if you broke something like this, like you're like, Oh God, I'm yeah. going to prison. Like, <laughs> you know when you're young and you break something, you're yeah. like, I'm responsible now? Yeah. No! I'll never be able to pay this off. I'll be like a fucking student loan. One of my roommates was so fucking high. He was like, Dude, you fucking did it now. We're all fucked. Da-da-da-da. And I just laid there, I'm I like bleeding. It, but I tell you this
1: much, I respect his solidarity. Oh, We're he- all fucked.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's like he don't got the fucking money. That means we're yeah. fucked. And it's all on camera, this whole thing. And I'm just laying there, and there's glass everywhere. And uh, that's that story. So back to the blowjob. <laughs> uh, I'm going to tell you this much. And the viewers demand
1: this. We've got to learn how I to been, end uh, stories, though. <laughs> because like, so the dude. end of your story is, and well, that's all that happened there. It's like Forrest Gump when he's like, that's all, all I got to say, say about, about that.
0: that. <laughs> so... Taboo nightclub, me and my friend Nasty. Make sure this one ends high. Oh, this is, this is, this is, uh, I don't want to build it up too much in case they're disappointed, but (laughs) I'm black the fuck out. I just started drinking. I was like, I don't know, angry at life or something. I don't know. And it was before I started getting my bearings, you know? I was like, 151? Yeah, let's drink it. <laughs> Tangeray? Let's Long Island. You ever, like, when you first order your first bar the drink, you stick with that drink for, like, two years?
1: Oh, I got lucky, man. For me, real quick, there was a bartender I worked with named John, and uh, he always, he was like, I'll give you a ride home. Or he's like, if you give me a ride home every night, he's like, uh, I'll, I'll swing us by the bar, and I'll buy us a couple rounds. And I was like 21, freshly 21. And this dude was, like, 40 years old. And when I would take him to the bar, he'd be like, you got to learn to drink like a man dude would be like this is whiskeys everything like would teach me all about bourbons whiskies. see i didn't have that i, I it, it saved me from having the apple martini long island
0: stage. i got boom i got drunk on boom farms the first <laughs> first time some gas some gas station shit that reminds me of another story no we, we, no no, no yeah. stop just just tell me <laughs> to go back to the guy okay. just say the old guy at the pub with the check okay. Just say old that guy
1: with the pub with the check
0: remind me okay so we're at taboo nightclub and i'm fucking drunk as fuck and you know when you get drunk, everything looks really, really good. Yeah. So me and Nastenay, there was like a, I swear, and I mean this, this is like a, this is true, the true fucking story. I don't, I don't lie. Me and this motherfucker done had like a good year and a half to where I didn't even actually have sex unless he was in the room. <laughs> Not because I wanted to. He was just your fucking your friend who and and now he's a a cop and I'm that's why I'm that's Nastinate is what we call him I can tell you his his real name like I did everyone else in in every fucking podcast we
1: will tell you his badge number six six two one one five
0: yeah (laughs) Um, so Nastinate me and him uh, had I don't know what it was we were just hanging out a lot and and we were getting drunk and it was always like yo hey you down for like both of us and uh, I don't know why like there was just like a (laughs) And I remember, but I do remember this: the first time he wasn't in the room. After that time, it made me feel awkward. I was like, "Damn, (laughs) where's my where's my friend?" He's like, "Your fucking security blanket." You're like, "Hey, Nate, I'm gonna hook up without you, but can I keep one of your shirts so I could smell it?" You know? (laughs) No, it it was. uh, But back to this: so me and him, we're like that type of dude. Okay, so we uh, talking to some girl, which I don't remember. I remember her being like blonde, and uh, of course she was like (laughs) fuck we're about to go down a roller coaster folks okay let's go down it so i drove i i arrived with because i I never drink and drive ever i I will literally let like like i would let winking at bernie's drive me home before i get behind the bucket wheel okay which is irresponsible enough too but anyways just being honest um so of the night i'm me and my friend old nass nate thought this this chick was probably the hottest thing in the bar and she was paying us attention and and she's like up on him then she's up on me and then back and forth and da, 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 da. i think she might even bought us some drinks and stuff but uh i fucking i was wearing this like crazy like jacket that came up to like right beneath my nipples I, when I used to be skinny, I used to be really into fashion. I would wear some funky ass shit like Andre three thousand and the Stankonia. Where all funky <laughs> things came from was definitely influencing me. I was wearing some. I was wearing suspenders and ties and crazy ass like all these motherfuckers wearing these long dangling earrings. I've been been doing. That. I got the photos to prove it. And uh, I was just, I was just, you know, feeling myself. What were you wearing? I was wearing this thing that looked like a Michael Jackson jacket. It had like the, you know, like the marching band. like uh, Yeah, like the ringmaster shit. The ring- I was wearing like a short ringmaster thing that came up to my nipples. And I remember there being like a Jose so it was like, it was pirate like a pirate patch. It was a midriff <laughs> denim, a black denim midriff <laughs> with uh, cubic zirconia like tassels. <laughs> Hanging from the side, like on the shoulders, like you know you like the British Army and shit. Yeah. I had like these shoulder pads and shit, and I was fucking What ooh, kind I of was, pants were you wearing? Oh, you know how many bitches thought I was gay and then like I tricked in them, like, Oh surprise, bitch, I'm not gay. <laughs> what kind of pants did you have on with this? Purple purple pants, <laughs> some bright ass purple PP squeezers. And I was feeling ooh, I was feeling fresh. What kind of shoes did you rock with this? Some lep, the ones we talked about, skate masters, skate masters, leopard ones, these leopard dress shoes, they were furry leopard fucking dress <laughs> shoes. And uh, I was, you know, I was saying I was wild now drinking stupid shit that does not belong together because I waited till I was 21 to start drinking. Yeah, the first time I got drunk, we were getting evicted out of Sausage Castle too <laughs> Okay, so this is Sausage Castle 4. Me and s and A were downtown. This fucking girl who we thought was fucking. Mm, She's like, ah, well, I'll, I'll, y'all want to come back to my place? And I was like, hell yeah. Somehow I got back into the car with my friends, and then we were at a red light, and then I jumped out of the car, and I, cause I think I saw, like, Nasty Nate's arm, I'm like, come on! And like a dumb motherfucker, I was like, I'm coming! And I jumped out of this fucking car at a red light, and climbed through the window, Dukes and Hazard style, through this chick... And this old, shitty, brown fucking uh, Camaro. And I couldn't sit in the front, so I crawled to the back. Because Nasty Nate was up front? Yes, he was. And into the back, there was a fucking children's seat. And I'm back there, and I guess I may or may not took a bottle of, like, Jaeger with me. And I have this bottle of Jaeger with me. And I don't remember the ride home at all. But what I do remember... Is showing up, like, to this, like, neighborhood, this, like, you know, decent, nice little neighborhood. And uh, I kind of, like, I probably passed out, and I woke up. I looked around, and I'm like, yeah, fuck, yeah, we're in here, man. <laughs> so this chick takes me and Nasty Nate in her house, and I remember it was to the left. As soon as you walked in, it was to the left. I remember that. And it was, like, the room furthest up to the front of the house, like, there was a window that was, like, kind of what would be the front yard of the driveway. Yeah. And and I remember her, like, turning on, like, these crazy black lights and shit, and, like, she's got her clothes off, she's, like, sucking her dicks and shit. No pee-pee touching, I don't do that shit. Yeah, dude. add that part, Chuck. Yeah, okay. no, I promise yeah, no. I don't. I, I don't let, when, when a chick's sucking my dick, she better, no, nah, ain't, ain't no dick touching my dick, you heard? So, anyways, uh, just, just in case you all wondering out there. <laughs> you're home, like, listen,
1: man, just because I'm dressed this way <laughs> doesn't mean you're going to get me to touch my dick.
0: <laughs> just because I look like a gay marching band Michael Jackson tribute <laughs> uh, drunken asshole, I was not touching wieners, I promise. Uh, however. Shout out to Jenny Chiz. Yeah. Um, so, she's, like, getting down, and I remember, like, all of a sudden, like I, I, I was like, oh, oh. I, I kind of stood up and started, like, kind of like getting like, did like just, the
1: drunk overtake you at that
0: moment? Yeah, I was like, like whoa, oh. whoa, whoa, shit, I'm drunk, and all I can remember was, <laughs> I was like, what? And no, you know when you're drunk or something, yeah. you're like, whoa, what was that? Yeah, whoa, you're like overreacting. Oh yeah. So I heard some guys' voices behind her closed door, and I. At the time, and this is all I can to, to tell this story with all integrity and honesty. At the time, it sounded like these guys were like, "Who the fuck is here?" Yeah, and I'm like, "Oh, oh shit!" I'm like, "Nate, that's Nate." And then at this very fucking second, she's like, "Y'all boys ready to get fucking naughty?" And you're all drunk. All, yeah. all truth, all yeah. truth. This girl looked like she just came off a fucking marble cigarette ad, okay? <laughs> I, I don't want to ruin the surprise, but as the, as uh, as I was gaining my consciousness and evaluating the situation in and, 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 and a not-so-well-lit area, I had come to the conclusion that this girl was definitely not uh not something I wanted to get a kill on. <laughs> blowjobs, like, different story, okay? Hey, blowjobs, And blow At this moment, I'm freaking out. I hear... Like I hear guys, yeah. I'm like, damn, this bitch married, boyfriend, Is and it's a just roommate? noises. But you're hearing this shit. Yeah, like and a- the doors closed. Yeah. We don't know where the fuck we're at. I woke up next to in a Camaro next to a baby <laughs> seat and shit.
1: All your decisions are now hitting you right. now. I have
0: a bottle of Jaeger still in my hands. Okay, I look like fucking Michael Jackson. I look down, and I'm covered in blood. <laughs> I go, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and I don't have, and I remember not having time to like even know what the fuck was going on. I could have got shot for all I know. And I hear doom 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 Hey, what the fuck's going on? I go, oh shit, Nate. And then she's still like, yeah, hey, y'all ready to get nasty? <laughs> all of a sudden, she breaks out this big ass double ended dildo, <laughs> and I don't remember how exactly it happened from there, but I pulled up my pants and I grabbed my bottle of Jaeger and I shit you fucking not. Lord strike me down if I'm lying. I lifted up her window. I'm pretty sure I broke her blinds and crawled out that bitch And literally started walking with my leopard print shoes in my hand and my purple (laughs) pants barely on and my bottle of Jaeger. And by the way, I had a pair of fucking uh, Gucci glasses. They were $500, like the one that Biggie wore. Yeah. All black, looking smooth as fuck. And the sun was coming up, and I go, we got to go. Let's go. Let's go. So we're freaking out. Why are you covered in blood, though? I'll get to that. All right. We start fucking aimlessly just So Nate came with you. Oh yeah, me yeah. and him. We crawled out this chick's window.
1: And there were dudes banging on the door? Yes. We don't know what we're just we're just wasted in pain. Yeah. We don't know what the fuck's going on. They could be her roommates, but you don't give a fuck. At this yeah. point you're like, get the fuck.
0: Yeah, I was like, you know, and and then when I saw the could double the and dildo the dildo yeah. and yeah. dildo didn't help. Uh, it could be the people at Marlboro coming in and being like, This, this, this is a contract <laughs> violation. This is the truth campaign. Get <laughs> out of there, she <laughs> smokes run i was like thank you truth campaign <laughs> so i fucking I, sh- I swear to god bro and I, I could call some people right now and back this fucking story up he's a he's a high-end cop now yeah. so i don't know if you're would... walking bloody golden yes. your shoes and a michael jackson up. like drift fucking, fucking rhinestone gucci shades on. with my gucci shades on and a bottle of jaeger don't and know where you are don't know where we're at we're like pre-cell look, phone days we're looking around there's yeah. no gps there is nothing. It's late as fuck. I don't even know if I even had I didn't even have a cell phone at the time. Yeah. I think, actually, my boy, Nasty Nate had one of those those silver gray uh, Sprint phones that flip out yeah. with the antenna you pull out. It was cutting edge at the time. Yeah. It, like, it was like the Razor before the Razor. Anyways, um, we just started endlessly walking, and I don't know if it was the homing pigeon inside of me <laughs> in my brain that led me to, like, okay, let's go this way. All right, let's go this way. So I was like a, like a, a basset hound on the way to find a dead body. I knew, I knew I could find my way out of this neighborhood. So as we went through a couple of cul-de-sacs and passing them out of a couple of places, and the sprinklers are coming out, sun's coming yeah. up, people, you know, normal, civilized people are going that's out the to worst, check that's their newspaper. That's the worst newspaper. part.
1: That crossover port when normal people are waking up, and we're stumbling home.
0: Oh, yeah. And just like out of a movie, and this is on Lake Underhill. Okay, yeah. right by UCF, Orlando yeah. area, Lake Underhill Road, and there's a river. It's like a retention. yeah. Thank you very much.
1: Yeah, the River, yeah.
0: We're on the, the side towards the subdivision. Yeah. And I don't know what, what got into me.
1: That's a real deal river. It's small, but it's a real deal river. It's like, a
0: good twelve feet wide.
1: Yeah, people get eaten by alligators from time to time. Like not like it's a big deal, but like at least in the past twenty years I've I've been around Florida, there's been like two to three alligator attacks on that one.
0: Well, uh, we're up on this embankment, and it's a it's a steep drop where this the, where the Econolancia is flowing. Yeah, it's it's a good like twelve feet down. Yeah, and there's like there's really no way of running. Like a, you can't no. run. And I looked and I was like, "Fuck, we are we are like on the other side." It would take us maybe an hour or thirty minutes. Yeah, uh, Stephen, can you get the fucking um, the Slurpee bucket, please. Thank you. Oh, Again, fucking this
1: disgusting. Is, yeah, it just hits me, bro. I, I'm getting old. It just hits me.
0: So I go down into this river, this basically this canal. Why do we still have the Slurpee bucket? Why did no one hey, get rid of it? I sprayed it out. I, I don't give a fuck.
1: I'm I never. sprayed it out. We're never using that for Slurpees ever. Is or, that pissing
0: it right now too? No, no, it's water. Somebody used it for food. Okay, let's hope not. No, oh, that's because I fed the pigs with all the leftovers. Okay, that's a pig read, bucket, oh, Steven, It's coming. We gotta, it's
1: a pig bucket. All right, we gotta go. All right, all right. Finish the right. story. Finish the story. Gross. Hold Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. No, 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 They're listening. They're listening. So there's an embankment. Oh, gosh. It's about twelve foot wide river. Yep. It's about a thirty minute walk across. If you if you wanted to walk across, at least. And you decide you can't do. Ours that.
0: And why because I realized where we were, and I was like, I know where we're at. And just like Milo noticed, I found my way home. So but, what did you do? So I said, hey, Nasty Nate, we're going to jump this river. And he's like, we're not going to make it. I was like, Nasty Nate, we're going to fucking make it. Oh, that's disgusting. Please it's always gross, get man. This, get this far away. It's from always
1: me. gross. Keep, finish your story. The audience deserves
0: this. Okay. So I'm, you know, feeling like Superman. I don't I escape the marble lady, her double in the dildo, her fucking baby seat in the back of the Camaro. And it was a Camaro that was like not painted. It was rough, exhaust. Like I, pr- I, pr- I probably that's. I think I didn't actually. I wasn't drunk enough to pass out. I think I died like a canary <laughs> in, a, in a coal mine. And I like carbon dioxide poison. That's what I. That's what I'm gonna say. And uh, I gotta jump this river, and that's where. It went all bad real fast. It hadn't gone bad yet? Oh, uh, well. <laughs> this is where I pretty much went waist deep. Like, you know, you see those old movies where they fall in the quicksand? <laughs> yeah. Next thing you know, my Gucci glasses aren't on. And I don't know why I thought I was still wearing glasses. I think the <laughs> sun was coming up, and I thought I was cool. I was like, I just escaped the Marble Lady. And uh, my my Gucci glasses fell into this fucking river. And this river is flowing. Yeah. And I didn't come nowhere near across it, <laughs> by the way. I literally jumped like into it. Like
1: I said, it's a real river. I'd say the Econolachian River is probably, I'd say it's wider than 12 feet, bro. It's a 20-foot wide. It's as wide as this studio here.
0: Not, not this part where I was.
1: Yeah. I'm not that delusional.
0: It's a little like 12-foot spot then? Yeah. It was, it was uh, right there running along Lake Underhill. I lost my Gucci glasses. And just like at the end of the platoon when he's there on his knees with his hands, hands up, no. getting shot up, I try to reach down for my Gucci glasses, and there goes my bottle of Jaeger floating <laughs> down. I say, like, hell no. I fucking started swimming <laughs> upstream. No, I'm sorry, downstream as it was going downstream to catch it. I went a good 25 feet down the stream to get my Jaeger bottle. You're filthy, aren't you? At this one, covered in mud, blood. blood. Why the blood, though? You haven't told us the blood yet. I'll tell you. Yeah. So, I get across to the other side, and Nastanie. I don't remember what had happened to him in the situation. I know he was covered in mud and soaking wet, but he was like, I think he was more wasted than me. That's that's kind of what I think. And we had. I told you about the times we go to Costco early early in the morning and whoever was the soberest would have to go do this bread route yeah yeah well my friend had had an older Ford Explorer and it had this really horrible shitty exhaust that you could hear for miles and as we crossed the Econolache River and we're walking down Lake Underhill I hear (laughs) I go no fucking way We've been saved, Nate. Nasty Nate, we're saved. It's Drew. It's like six, seven a.m. He's getting ready to go to work. I jump out and, out and fucking covered under in mud a, blood, covered in mud, fucking bleeding, and he's like, "What the fuck, you dumb motherfuckers!" <laughs> And we get in this thing, we're like, bro, there was a double in the dildo, and there was guys beating on the door. We climbed out the fucking window. I lost my Gucci shades. And he's like, dude, you're fucking bleeding everywhere. I'm like, I know. He's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I was like, I don't know. That's what I'm assuming I said. (laughs) I got to be honest. this This has been a while now, okay? All I remember is coming to the house, and I was somehow even more drunk, I think. <laughs> Delirious and, drunk. And now. there was people. I invited all. Here's, here's the here's the worst part. The worst part is I came home, and there's like 10 chicks, hot, hot chicks, in my living room. Because we, we had took a bunch of old wooden pallets yeah. that were like the crates. Yeah. And we made a stage, and we were putting these shitty black pleather couches on the stage. And they were in there with their arms folded like all pissed off and we had invited them to the house and we had gone off on this fucking crazy marble lady adventure and they literally sat there and I came in, I didn't even notice they were there right away. And I, I don't know why, but I do remember taking the trash can and pulling it up to the fireplace. And I was burning all the trash (laughs) right there in the living room. And these girls, I turn around and they're like, we're out of here. And I looked, I go, oh, my fucking God. They've been here this whole time. you're covered
1: in mud, bleeding and everything still?
0: They're looking at me like in disgust. Like, why would you let us come to your house and you're not even here? I basically cock-blocked myself. I got in a drunken time zone and just saw tunnel vision. And I saw this Camaro. And I fucking jumped out and snuggled into this baby seat. And (laughs) damn near skipped a double in the dildo fucking sexual assault. And God knows what other dudes were behind that door. All to wake up the next day realizing that my nipples were pierced, and that's why I was covered in fucking blood. So you got them pierced that night? I guess so. I just don't remember. <laughs> I guess I got them downtown like, oh, and they, oh, here's the other part. I, for, I remember this. nasty, Or not Nasty Nate. Sock Dick Dave's like, yo, you owe me fucking 150 bucks. I was like, for what? He's like, for your nipple piercings <laughs> And I'll never get my nipples pierced again
1: well hey guys we gotta go to break but when we come back we're gonna hear about the pub the old guy and the check you're listening to Mike Busey Show
0: does your life suck? All- are you tired of the same shitty old dead end job? has your girlfriend stopped sucking your dick? well guess what motherfuckers knock knock cause here's your opportunity to change your life for just under a dollar a day become a member of mikebusey.com right now and you'll enjoy the following Some of the wildest, craziest, sexiest, never seen before footage live on the Snapchat. Sure, we all love the regular Snapchat, but if you want to see what's really going on, join now. Not only do you get to enjoy the countless hours of entertainment from me and the rest of the Sausage Castle family, but enjoy the long list of content creators that you signed up for, bringing new and amazing shows just for you to enjoy. Log into your online account, every day to see some of this content you may have missed. After you've been a faithful member for three months, watch your mailbox, because we're sending you one of these badass members-only t-shirts. You can't buy this anywhere. You've got to earn it. The content's good, if you're really into the content stuff, but for me, I'm more about the coming down, the parties. The Snapchat's great. I watch it. It's That's not really what it's about for me. It, it's about coming down, hanging out. Being a member of MikeBC.com, it's not just about watching a secret Snapchat, it's an experience. As a member of MikeBC.com, you'll have access to some of the wildest and craziest parties at BC's personal home, the world-famous Sausage Castle. Enjoy Members Weekends. That's where you and the rest of the family join up at the wildest house in America and spend three days and three nights camping, drinking sucking and fucking some of the wildest shit you'll ever experience during members weekends you'll be rubbing elbows with some of the sexiest craziest wildest ladies you'll ever imagine the beauty beauties don't worry campers we've gone an extra mile here at the Sausage castle to make sure all you members are comfortable and have one hell of a camping experience I've been following Mike VC for quite a while. I've been a member for about three months, and I'll tell you what, it's the best, been the best three months of my life. Memberships are missing out. I, I started PK following Mike VC about 20, uh, about two years ago, and the guy's a real guy, and uh, allows people to come here. They're like <laughs> oh, outcast man. in society and they fit in well. And uh, I was like, yeah, I, I gotta fuck with this guy. Man, I've been following Mike about two months. Became a member a month ago. So, but I'm, I'm happy I'm here at the fucking Sausage Castle. Having a great day of fucking the drunken field bed All I can say is America right now. Follow Mike Busey. Look at my eyes. Took my glasses off for you, America. For you. Follow Mike Busey. Become a member. Party at the Sausage Castle. Hell yeah. I hope you're hungry, because we're providing breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Each campsite Comes with its own electrical hookups, picnic table, fire pit, and grill. Go skating around our track, swim in our lake, enjoy our luxurious outdoor showers, the only showers that you go to get clean, but sometimes you come out dirty. During Members Weekend, enjoy the countless sports, entertainment, and amenities we have to offer. Live game show and trivia, tug of war. Boxing, foam wrestling, air boating, basketball, tennis, volleyball, football, dodgeball. Enjoy our awesome arcade. Epic costume parties. Do you remember playing field day as a child? Well, imagine you doing the same shit, but really wasted. Each member's weekend, you and your team will battle it out to win thousands of dollars in cash and prizes. That's right, team white, team blue, not team black, because they lose.
1: All right, it's like that big Mike. It's team black bro. Even though we lost all our all our stuff so far the members weekend I'm gonna put it simple has been the weirdest but most epic time of my life You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying like this is just it's life right now. It's it's Amazing. I'm honored to be here I'm honored to meet everybody to see how cool everybody is how loving they are and just how chill they are They're just real people like us
0: like, it, I don't even think it's about the money. It's about the pride at some point. Some of these people, they get, they're get they so passionate about winning it that they don't even care about the cash prize. They're doing things that you'd never imagine just for the pride to win. Did you know that we have a full functioning recording studio? We've got some of the industry's premier equipment in our state-of-the-art recording facilities. You never know who's going to show up at Sausage Castle. We've had a long list of celebrities rappers, rock stars, athletes, models, and porn stars have graced the doors of the Sausage Castle. Think of it as a summer camp, but everyone's really fucking wasted and doing really weird shit with their genitals. The party doesn't stop at the Sauce's Castle. At Members Weekends, you'll be able to experience the massive invasion as the, all the members head downtown Orlando. We've been known to take the party to the streets. Nothing beats a bunch of crazy assholes loading up on a party bus for a night of fun. Or enjoy an evening on the seven seas as we gamble and drink the night away on Party Cruise Boat Adventures. You never know where Mike Busce is going to take you and the rest of the members during Members Weekends. Just shut up and get on the bus And enjoy the ride Not everyone can make it to members weekends By becoming a member You'll be able to reap the benefits of coming to our shows And hanging out and partying with us For absolutely free Backstage or even on stage Oh yes, if you're a member We're putting you right there in the center of all the action You don't have to take my word for it Here's one of the members we met in Las Vegas My name's
1: Vince from LA Been a member for about 8 months now Great 8 months if you're on the fence, just do it. Because once you do it, you won't regret it and you'll just love every second of it. It's a, such a debauchery that it, it's oh a good debauchery. You, you won't regret it. Then you meet a guy
0: named Mike Busey. And then he introduced you to a whole nother fucking life.
1: And then you become a member and then you fucking see the debauchery show that where it is.
0: Did we mention this is all 100% free? If you're a current member, you get to enjoy all the members weekends for free. Let's be honest. I could probably name a million things you spend $30 a month on. Gatorade, cigarettes, bullshit the gas station, the Sausage Castle. It's a place that defines freedom. A place that you can be yourself. A place where all walks of life are welcomed. No matter what race, Religion, rich or poor, gay or straight, Christian or atheist, it doesn't matter. Come and enjoy. Arrive as strangers and leave as family. Oh, hell yeah. And we're back.
1: We're back after you pissed in the goddamn slurpy jug for a second time, which will never, ever, as long as I'm alive, be anything but the piss jug. I'm not going to look at it. I'm not going to look at it. I'm not like can you hear it? Yeah, they I can so, I can hear it. I Hold can on. F- oh, yeah, it smells pretty bad. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah. I can feel it like in the, next to me. Like you know when you have eyes watching you and you don't know where it's coming from? <laughs> That's <laughs> how <laughs> it feels <laughs> when <laughs> the <laughs> piss jug is near me. Uh
0: you got to stop that. Yeah, because I'm a professional, Miguel, you know. I, don't I want you to take a bathroom my- break. Take a goddamn bathroom break. Cuz when I'm in the zone, I don't want to get up and ruin my vibe. I want to keep flowing. I, I just do. don't I don't want to like just stop and like, "Oh, let's go take a 20-minute break." Like not that we take that long, yeah. but we take a good five ten minutes. Take a break. ten, definitely take a ten. It could it could be five. We should get it down to five. But uh, for those who are listening, I don't like to get up. I just sit here. I'm like, no, I'm in. I don't yeah. like if I take my headphones off. I'm like, I don't want to hear the outside world. <laughs> in the trying to make love to your minds. Uh, well, you didn't Does, make love to everyone. Minds. Everyone needs love, Miguel.
1: Well, let me ask you a real quick question about your nipple rings.
0: Did you did they get infected after that? Oh, dude, like I was like squeezing pus <laughs> and shit out of them. <laughs> <laughs> like literally, I think like four years later, they still, they still fucking like bled. Did and, you like,
1: ever want your nipples pierced, or was that just a drunk no, move? No, no.
0: I was like, what? Oh, okay, hold on. Full honesty, I've got like puffy, like pepperoni nipples. You like to pu- pull your nipples too? Yeah. Like, so I wanted to tips. be like, I like them being. I like my heart. I like my nipples hard. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> so yeah, and I don't, I don't know. And I think Soctic Dave had something to do with it because he, I had the little uh, the hoops. Yeah. <laughs> Which I never would have went hoops.
1: You were probably passed out in a chair getting your nipples pierced.
0: Yeah, it's and then and then he made me like pay him back, and I still don't believe anything, motherfucker.
1: You should have you should have gone back to the place with like your puffy. Be like they got they got infected, and they're like, yeah, dude, there's
0: mud and
1: <laughs> and tobacco <laughs> all on these.
0: Man, oh man, so many so many stories I could tell, like. If, if we ever run out of shit to talk about in real life, which we know that's never gonna happen, yeah, 2020 is almost over. It is uh-huh. almost October, and but just in days it'll be October first. I
1: want to hear about the old guy, the pub, and the check though.
0: You set us was, up for it. I don't know if it's that great of a story. You
1: can't set us up and not give it to us. I, I was in know. my I
0: was in my feelings. Miguel was in the I, I want to hear was man. In my emotions.
1: Give me this story. The All
0: right, so check it, like it out. It's one time, right? <laughs> We went to this fucking. Uh, I think it was called Knights Pub. It was I like an English pub over in there Kissimmee. by the
1: old uh, the, the British side of I Drive.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, well, this is on one ninety two. This is on
1: one ninety two.
0: Yeah, right there on the by the crossroads. Best of Britain. I right, was something Britain. I remember yeah. there being like a telephone booth out there. Did it like, have
1: the like Union Jack on the roof of it? The British flag.
0: It had some British flags.
1: Yeah, I think this is Best of Britain.
0: And you would you would definitely get lung cancer. Yeah, the Yeah, wooden you walked doors, in there.
1: heavy. All right, wooden,
0: come on in, mate. Oh, you look 14. Whatever. Come on. You want to be a beer, what? Come on. Slide up. Get yourself at the ball. You want to sing some Spice Girls? They're real hot right now. <laughs> so they pass around this big. It's like this, you know, like really back in there. You go to a karaoke bar, and the the, the book was like literally like a oh, like yeah. a phone booth.
1: Yeah, and you'd have to dig through it. Like I don't know what to sing. Yeah, and, and then that always. Whenever you get to a karaoke bar, you realize as you look at the name of a song, you realize quickly how much of that song you actually fucking know.
0: No, I it's actually the song I don't know. You're like, <laughs> oh yeah. If you ever tried to sing Paradise City by Guns N' Roses, good fucking luck, because you better be fucking winded. And you're like, I know, especially when you're drinking, because that's what karaoke is. Like, It's so cool to see people do it, because you know there's going to be that one person that's taking this shit really serious. Like, I think someone out there from Sony's in the audience. I better impress them. And then there's that just train wreck.
1: I will tell you this. I got on stage with this girl who I didn't even know, and she's wasted, and I'm wasting her friends. And she's like, somebody come sing with me. And I'm like, I'll sing with you. You're hot. And we sung Chris Isaac's Wicked Games. Oh God. And no shit. She's there with, like, a dude she's on a date with and her friends. And we're all drunk. And it's that part. And I, and I got my hand on her ass. And we start kissing. Because karaoke, bro, it really does pull the fucking emotions out of you. Bro. He was like, end it now. End it now. I was like, we're killing it, buddy. We're killing
0: it. Cut it. He's like, oh, they're the sound guy fucking pulling cords out of the board. I'm thinking, like, everybody's
1: – I see hearing people be like – And I'm like, oh, my God, we're nailing it. Every
0: karaoke bar has, like, a shitty lighting, like, DJ sound. It's, like, straight up from Spencer's. And there's always a disco ball and some shitty-ass fog machine. There's
1: a dude in there that this is his life. This and trivia on Tuesdays. He's always has his shirt tucked in. Yeah. And he gets on stage. And he's like, hey, guys, my name's Ken. But you guys know me as
0: K-Wizzle. And I'm about to drop it on you. And he goes up at least four times a night. Oh yeah, he
1: ends it. So he gets all because he's like I sing closing time and that's how the bar shuts down. That's what we yeah. do here. Closing time. One last call for alcohol.
0: Yeah, there's uh karaoke's fun. I, I one time I was in LA and I was at this like crazy Chinese like I don't know what the fuck it was, some like some restaurant Not where you sat at why? like giant tables and it was yeah. like fish aquariums everywhere. And then they had a little stage, and it was like a Chinese elvish dude singing karaoke, and he was like going in like hard.
1: I like go- when you go to a karaoke, karaoke. When you yeah. go to like a karaoke bar, Asians and it's love a bar karaoke, and they don't fuck around with it because even if they're not good at it, they're killing it. It's you like know?
0: disrespect to go up there and do it half assed
1: Yeah, yeah, they're like, you will sing a karaoke song with your heart. And if you do shitty at it, they, like, kneel down and stab <laughs> themselves you, in the stomach. Can you
0: talk like that the rest of the show? It's a Michael Busey
1: show in Miguel de uh, Miguel,
0: Miguel came, uh, came to the office one day all fucking proud, like a little fucking, <laughs> uh, fucking bad kid at school. He's got a D on his report card, like, Mike, Mike, check it out. <laughs> and he sends me these videos. He air drops me these videos of this close-up of this girl's butthole and pussy with Google eyes. <laughs> and he put these little, like, circle glasses, like, from uh, Japan. He's like, oh. This is a mega music. It's a mega music show. The number one show in he's, Okinawa. He's moving her butthole to the. <laughs> he was peddling Her fucking vagina let me, butthole. Let me
1: tell you about to this
0: fucking Japanese puppetry. <laughs> let me tell you
1: about that real quick. Uh.
0: I still have the video on my phone.
1: I met, I met, I met her here. I met her at one of the parties. Of course you did. And then I had a hotel room for a show that I did, and she was like, "Well, I'll come to your show." So she came to my show. We went back to the hotel room, and after we got done fucking, <laughs> here's the thing: we're laying around and we're just chilling in the room. And I and I go over to my bag, right, and I see all these goddamn googly eyes I have in my bag for like another project we were gonna do. I was gonna do that weed drone project, and I'm like, "Hey, do you want to do something weird?" And she's like. I don't know, how weird. I was like, pretty fucking weird. (laughs) I'm going to glue these Google eyes on your butthole.
0: And then I'm going to paper mache some circle frame, (laughs) uh, very uh, stereotypical Japanese glasses from World War II. On your fucking vagina? <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to fucking move it like Ace Ventura and, and do fucking vitriloquist sounds? And I, and
1: I put that top hat and the blunt in the mouth of one of them, and I was like, "This my music character. He's a mama mama. <laughs> You're
0: like and, the the children's after dark show? Yeah. <laughs> Sesame Street Gone Wild. I just remember
1: just like, Kirby, being like, how weird is it going to get? I'm like, technically weird as fuck. But uh, we're done. No I
0: swear it. to this day, I have every one of those videos that you sent me on my <laughs> phone. Still, every now and then, I'm like, man, this was good.
1: And it was funny too because she hit me up once and she was like, Hey, I really want to be a busy beauty. And this is the thing: I had literally got a new phone right then, and I hadn't updated anything. Did I'm I know this chick? The, um, she came here. She had black hair. I'll, I'll show you a picture. I bet just show you a picture. You know, she came to one of the parties and like danced for us like a couple times.
0: But um, how many chicks have you fucked that are dead now? Four. wow because everyone everyone has to have some type. we got of one note.
1: eskimo that that that's passed away
0: starts with an s yeah yeah that's, yeah uh, that's and nice.
1: i and, and me and her hooked up like a again like a month before and it was it was sad for me just because she, she came by we hooked up and then after she left she texted me a bunch of times like hey just like venting and i was like oh sorry dude sorry dude but like i honestly never got up with her during it because i was like oh you know i was on doing shows and on the road and i did tell her i was like hey when i get back you want to come crash for a couple days and hang she was like i need to and then uh and then her boyfriend away. probably yeah. killed her yeah yeah Who that's knows? that's what the rumor on the street was yeah
0: my dna was out of there though month clean yeah you better hope so Oh boy uh i that's always the weird thing because i think she might have been the first it's actually I bragged for a long time. I said I had that that, that Ponce de Leon dick. Yeah. I was like, you fucked this little ass dick, you live forever, baby. Do you know you I you probably won't even remember this. Uh
1: the first night I hooked up with her was the first night like the, the first or second night I did the show with you guys, and I was like, No, look, man, I don't You're know. I like, co- love this gig. Fuck like, yeah, this, this is, my guy. This is cool. This is I like happened. this. Place. Mike was like, Yeah, you It's like the second night we did the show. He was like, Yeah, you should definitely. You were like, You should definitely come back and do the show more. And I was like, Ah, uh, it's hard because I was doing like home repairs. Some the radio show, the radio show, live right broadcasting, here. and uh, I was like, yeah, you know, I had to wake up early on Mondays, and we would do it Sunday night, and be up till like two o'clock in the morning, you know, drinking, so, cheap, yeah, shitty. drinking cheap, shitty vodka, and hell yeah, and eating quesadillas. So hell you, yeah. uh, you t- literally, uh, you you go to me and you are like, hey, you just come to the show, and I am like, oh, I don't know if I can do the show, and then you were like, hey man, she needs a ride home.
0: And it was her. And oh, well, I'll give her a ride home. And I guy. was like, "All right, I'll give her a ride home." And then literally, you went, know, when a guy does that, he has to pretend he's like, "Well, uh, I mean, if uh, <laughs> yeah. if if you actually like, you know, need, need a, a ride, ride home, home." I get. I mean, it's not. It's not a big deal. I, I guess I could take you.
1: And you know what she told me? I go. I, I did the the exact spiel. I was like, "Yeah, you know, Mike said you need a ride home. I mean, I can take you home." <laughs> and you know, and you know, and you know. Hold on, oh, no, I need to ride home. Look at that. Her little her little response was. Okay, but like by tomorrow afternoon, you got to take me home because I got to see
0: my daughter. You're like, wait. a minute. <laughs> Yeah, that, <means laughs> that, I'm that was it.
1: Her response was by tomorrow afternoon, you got to take me home because I got to see my daughter. And I was like, oh. So I, I, I fucked her for a couple nights and then um, I was back every Sunday to the Mike Music hey, Show. Pussy
0: Trap. <laughs> got him. And that's how I that captured the heart of Miguel. Colon yes, Gionella. sir.
1: Because I loved the show, but I was like, I gotta be up so early. And then after that, I was
0: like, I'll just skip a Monday job. Hey, I just realized this—that uh, that was also when we had uh, our fr- other friend who passed away. Yeah, he. I remember we had ju- the first night we had started this really really fancy strip club we used to broadcast live from. It was We're a classy
1: gentleman's club and steakhouse, yeah.
0: Yeah, very nice, upscale, And upstairs. no bullshit, it's
1: a great steakhouse, too. Like the it, girls wouldn't
0: suck your dick. Mm-mm. Well, not inside so he the took building, them home. at least. Yeah, I took them home. I always felt bad. The security like, hey, boys, sorry, taking home another yeah. floor. they They're all with the, all these captains, save a ho security guys, like, I'll walk into your car. Yeah. Let me hold your money and your crown royal bag. Oh, you're going with Mike back to his house? That was always the funniest. <laughs> See you later, I guess. The
1: guy who's in love with the stripper is, like, hanging out with her all night And then we get food and drinks, and she's like, got to go for a minute, Greg, but I'll be back.
0: Some rich Russian dude's over there spending thousands of fucking dollars. We're drinking this $8 bottle of cherry vodka, bottom shelf. This girl's like, oh, my God, y'all are so fun. Next thing I was just sucking my little ass dick in my house, and then wants to move in, and then, yeah. Well, anyways, our other friend passed away. Uh, I remember when we first started broadcasting there, they were like, yeah, you know, listen, it's a shake joint, but, you know, Go to you know it's a nice classy joint, and uh, we would have girls come in, and we had this big long like, like, giant. It was like the table that you weren't allowed to eat at. Yeah. at Thanksgiving, like a fancy wooden. Like oak. a nice executive table. Yeah. It was like a, it was like a conference room. Yeah. But like china cabinets behind us and TVs and fancy silverware that probably got turned up missing. Um. Anyways. They would come up and dance and everything, and then hanging out. We were broad. We were trying to they do good comedy, yeah. Good, good entertaining podcast, and we broadcasted live. And uh, I remember the 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 manager the joint was a friend of mine. He's was he, a marine, Bobby, had a really hot ass girlfriend. Strip
1: club managers always look like they went to men's warehouse. We're like, yeah, I'll take those three, but don't worry about uh,
0: t- uh, tailoring them. Yeah, just give me those three right there. So he fucking. Uh, I was like, hey, listen, though uh, you know, do your thing, but you know, you know, keep it clean, you know? Keep it classy and clean. And I was like, Yeah, yeah, no problem. Of course, of course, of course, you know, next thing you know, this cherry vodka started flowing and and then all these girls are dancing, and then our friend that's now passed away, she uh got on this vibrating Sivian, like horse saddle thing yeah. and started squirting everywhere into a cup, and then our other friend who's now passed away, drank the squirt, and I remember him <laughs> being in the parking lot trying to tell his girlfriend, he's like well, listen babe it's like it's like it's like Hollywood it's like it's Hollywood it, she really didn't squirt into the cup I know I didn't drink it come on babe and she bought everything he said yeah. hook line, and cigarette I was like what the fuck she, meanwhile we're all drunk as shit end of the night they give us like a a fucking buffet, a fucking chicken fingers, fried quesadillas food. and stuff. Yeah, it was it was off the and chain. And
1: all the girls come out the woodwork for that
0: food because it's two o'clock in the morning now. The girl that does not want to come near you at the shake joint also is like,
1: "Hey, I love cheese
0: sticks." How about when
1: sometimes you would get to the table downstairs and a couple of the strippers would already be sitting at the
0: table before oh, be any like, of us got there? Like, I built this, bitch. What you doing? You sitting at my table? You couldn't even touch my dick. That lap dance was half ass. Now you want my cheese sticks? Greedy ass bitch. Have we ever talked about the dick draft on here? Stephen, have we ever talked about the Dick Draft? I don't think we have. The
1: Dick Draft was one of the best parts of the show. There, let so me set him up. This real quick. show is
0: more produced than this yeah. in a way. Steven, you're doing a great job. Don't don't uh, don't yeah. don't quit on us. All right.
1: Let me uh, let me let me set you guys up here. This is a fully produced show. We got a sound guy, a table with a bunch of mics, bunch of crazy ass people on it, uh, strippers coming in. We had stripper 30 when they would come up every 30 minutes and they would like uh, dance and stuff. But one of the things we would do is called the Dick Draft. And how the Dick Draft worked is. One of the girls would come in, and then we would make her choose from least likely to fuck to most likely to fuck of all the guys in the room, and she'd have to explain why. And we would play the NFL music, like, dun-dun-dun-dun! And when
0: you first hear this, you're like, ah, oh, wow, we're playing some bullshit Truth or Dare games? But no, that shit gets the, goes from lighthearted to serious, real fucking Because here's the thing. There
1: was two people during the dick draft. I know AC was one of them. I can't remember who the other person was. But there was two people that you're like, I can't lose to these people. Wherever I get past this, I'm
0: fine. But if I lose to these people, it's horrible. So imagine a stripper standing on top of a table in a room with like, there was like eight co-hosts. Yeah. It was 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 a train wreck. And they would just look at us kind of like, um, like look at you like, "Eh." Uh, I don't know. Uh, and they would pick least likely to fuck. We and tell like, you why. It's like when I was like, no, you have a gun in your head. You have to fuck somebody. Who are you doing it? Yeah. And why? So they would go down the line and say, okay, I I got it raped by a guy who looks like you. So no, I'm not going to fuck you. You're last. You, then-
1: you literally stepped on my fucking that story where the girl told Ace that he was the first guy that she would rule out. And then second, she looks at me and she's like, I'm so sorry, but you're the second guy that I wouldn't fuck. And everybody's laughing like, oh, and they go, why? And she goes, I'm sorry, but she goes, you resemble the guy that sexually assaulted me. And then we all realize, but you still chose ace first. Like still, she would rather not fuck ace because she's like, whatever, I already did this one before.
0: But she was like ace first. I'm kind of like when a chick says she's like lesbian. And when she says she does never fuck white guys, I'm like, okay, I'm out. Yeah. Because I know I'm not gonna be that unicorn, and like I'm not gonna be the first I'm not penis. goddamn Johnny Depp that's gonna make somebody who's never wanted penis want my yeah, penis. Yeah, and I'm not like some... I can barely make girls who really want penis
1: to want my penis. Saying
0: <laughs> so when a chick's like, I don't fuck white guys. I'm like, all right, that's cool. Hey, I, I literally, I have literally called some of my black friends like in that moment, like, hey, bro, get over here. I got, I got another one for you. Come on over. And they were like, "I started driving and shit."
1: I had a girl tell me, and this was when we were uh, when we were at the show, and she was like sitting on my lap. She was rubbing on my legs. She was like, "I only fuck dudes who got monster dicks." So are you down? And I was like, "Oh." Uh, like I don't think you've got the proper information about me, young lady. Uh, the streets have definitely misguided you. You know that there's so. many. You my friend Stephen.
0: You know there's so many guys out there that like hear this girl like, oh, I just want a big dick, and he knows he doesn't have a big dick. Don't but lie, boys. He plays it all the way out till it's too late, and then he's just like, fuck it, I'm just going in. Yeah. What's going to happen
1: there is you are going to get the the kill, but uh, at a cost, bro.
0: I remember we had an intern, sound engineer. The kid, yeah. Yeah, and we won't say his name. I don't even remember his name. Jeff. Okay. Um, he, uh, he,
1: like, fucking married and wifed up that one.
0: Well, one of these little strippers. You ever be in a situation where the girl's hot and you want her so bad, but then she only cares about the, 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 the least desirable dude? Yeah. You know? What the fuck? But he, he was cute. He's a little fucking Blink-182 yeah. dude, you know, lip-piercing and shit. He was a little cutie-patootie, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And um, and uh, fucking turn around, and get get Jetta so she doesn't go down there. Thank you. Um, so fucking uh, what the fuck was I saying? Oh yeah, about Jeff. So he was this girl like kept like like really wanting him and like throwing it on him, and uh, lo and behold, he got lucky. And then all of a sudden he came in with the next the next podcast, a little swagger and a step, like yeah, you know. <laughs> He's like yeah, fuck the shit out of her. Well one time during a I think it was a break, he left the room and she came in and we're like and we just instantly were like, yo, so what happened? Like, I fucked him, he's got a little last dick, and he was he came in like two seconds. And you know, we're the as guys buckling. were like, hey, is- content Yeah, content We're like, yo Jeff, man, I heard your dick is small as fucking you only lasted two seconds And then he gets all embarrassed and he's mad and then and then we have Ashy Dick fucking ace that one time i joked around with him in the house i was like hey i, I always say this thing like i don't feel comfortable with you t- until i see your dick i can't trust you until i see your dick and he was like one of these uh super nerdy like in the gaming and fucking wizard fucking harry potter shit and he was like hi wolf, wolf, da, da, da. and i remember him like okay i'm gonna send you a picture of my dick i will and he actually sent me a picture of his fucking dick. Fully hundred percent flaccid. Yeah, like like a And baby. I was so uncomfortable. I was like, yo, like, yo, I was just joking. Now I'm uncomfortable as fuck. Now, now I have a photo fo- a photo of your dick who happened to be like ghost white. It was so ashy. ashy. It
1: looked like it was covered in keith. Like his it-
0: dick looked like it got fucking sent to one of those barbecue grill out cook offs and dragged through a mile of charcoal. That's how like ghost dick, ashy as fuck, and every time we were playing the dick draft, you like how I go back to the dick draft? Yeah, we would be like right before we did, right before the girl we would explain the rules, like, okay, and we'd be like dun 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 we'd play the intro music, Monday night football and uh we would tell the girl, All right, who would you least likely to fuck? And we'd always like It was almost like we were, like, trying to do a trial, like, well, your honor, your honor, I'd like to present to the court. Allow me to present the evidence of my dick, your honor. This is our engineer, uh, ashy ace with the ashy dick. And I, I, I think I still have the photo of his dick on my phone, too. Fuck! And, uh... We would show them that and we would just throw salt on them just, just for the fuck with them and then uh, we would tell them that our engineer only lasted two seconds and he's got a little <laughs> penis. So by that time me and Miguel have already eliminated almost half of the room, so we were just glad we long as you didn't get picked last. As long you as you didn't got, get picked last. Yeah, you got picked last, you had a chip on your shoulder. And that would there goes all your free drinks. So stop about to fucking shit myself. No, keep growing. <laughs> I'll Mi- <laughs> hold on. hey Miguel Miguel's about yeah, to shit. Well. He said I got to – he looked at me like, "Wow, well, we got to stop. Oh, no. Hey, keep rolling. Hey, I got this bucket here. You can shit in the bucket, man. Hey, so if you're a member of com, you will see Miguel leave with an impromptu shit, uh, come straight to the fucking ass sphincter. Talking about his buttholes and dick must have made him feel little, little little, little something. Maybe the Taco Bell got him feeling some type of way. Look at Steven. He's like, this is my time to get the second chair. The engineer Stevens like, oh, this is my time. Miguel's taking a shit right now like, Mike can't do this show without me. He'll crash and burn. Uh, so I'll take this time to just thank every one of you who are listening to this show. Uh, some of you have listened to every single episode, and I just want to say thank you. Uh, nothing is cooler than being able to uh, do what you truly love and uh, pay your bills off it. Not all the bills, but enough to keep on going. It's like when you got a you're in a shitty band and you tell your girlfriend, "Yeah, like you know, we made like 150 bucks tonight," and she's obviously disgusted. But it's enough to keep going. And and uh, all those who listen to this show, you uh, the comments, the Instagram messages, the Snapchat messages, everything, all the members that are a member of of our website, you guys. sincerely and all and all full homo not not no homo full homo thank you thank you thank you because i would i hope that y'all would think that if you just started listening to this that this is like you getting in early on apple like all right i'm gonna invest a little money into this really shitty fucking dude i know who lives this crazy life and has a bunch of shitty long-ass stories And every now and then they had to shit or piss in the middle of the show. Miguel literally just got up to go take a shit. I thought there was like an emergency. I saw him looking at his phone. And, you know, he was like looking at his phone to see if he could hold on to that turn to the end. He's like, oh, we're too early into the second half. I got to go. He's like, stop. He just threw his headphones down and ran out. Like, fuck it. We'll do it live. And I'm just over here sitting in my fucking. Y'all hear this? Hold on. That's a, uh, I would say, probably a five-gallon fucking Tupperware squared pitcher that we used to fucking make the Slurpee mix. That definitely looks like it's got some leftover mayonnaise that I fed to the pigs on the, on the, on the rim of it and, and a good uh, couple cups of my urine. So, uh, But like I was saying, guys, thank you all so fucking much for listening. Uh, if you don't know, uh, we have this thing called a membership. And if you become a member, you get to watch this. Like I said, if you're into seeing fat dudes talk for two hours and uh, you get to come to our house, you get to see all the uncensored content. And if you've ever wondered what my penis looks like, boy, do I have a website for you. Okay. If you go to my and join now, you are able to see not only my penis, but the penis of my friends and, and titties. It is a very true organic lost, um, a lost art. We're like the, the final frontier of freedom here in America You know, this is a true uh, reject Sandlot Goonies vibe here. We're 100% independent. No loans. No mom and dad money. And we've uh, been able to survive many, many things. And hopefully soon it'll be the year 2020. Boy, what a fucking year. We have seen coronavirus, economic depressions, quarantine. We've seen fucking... People getting killed innocently. We've seen riots. We've seen states burning down. To tonight, it was the the oh. presidential uh, the presidential fucking debate. That was quite a show. Miguel's back. I kept it going. Good, good. Kept it going. Stephen was like, "It's my chance." <laughs> Second chair. I'm Second mic. To be honest, guys. At that point, there was no
1: question of could I stay or could I go. What hit you? What what overtook? What overcame you? I've been wanting to shit for about an hour now, and I thought during the break I was like, "No, I'm good." And then basically, I did what all men do in mistake. You never second guess a shit.
0: (laughs) It's true. Take and it, it from me. Yeah. I but, know a few things about shit.
1: And it's funny. When it started coming through, it was almost like the shit was about to serve a warrant in my asshole. Like, yeah, no. It oh, was open a, up, it police. Was, no, motherfucker. It was a no knock. Like, oh. <laughs> that shit was coming out. And then the worst part was when I was cleaning up, it was almost like I was just wiping a Sharpie. Like, every, <laughs> every time <laughs> I, kept, I was like, where you is this coming You remember back from? in the day ta- a uh, fucking, uh,
0: what the fuck? Um, Which one? Um, Spencer's—they had the, <laughs> the shit list, the shit list, the old poster, the white poster it had all the names the of the ghost shit. shit. Yeah, like oh my god, this speaks to me. And who the fuck really wants to buy the shit list? Yeah, <laughs> the,
1: you're, you're, that is that is a cock block. Here's the thing. Okay, so this is something we've talked about before. When it's it went, like
0: the young college frat yeah. dude Decorates his house. Don't go buy the shit list Mm-mm. and hang it up in your Here, house. Here's the
1: thing want the shit list. Yeah. Study the shit list. We all, we all list. want it and
0: we know it. Don't
1: go buy the shit. Cause there's not a girl who's coming into your dorm room that's like, whoa man, I love this black light and this obsidian rock shaped like a diamond. Oh, that shit list? I'm fucking you right now. Oh man. Nobody ever got fucked by anything they had at
0: Spencer, <laughs> dude. It's like when you go to Spencer you're young and you're like kind of insecure about what you're yeah. doing. And you go, they have, like, the whole rack of fucking dirty uh, yeah, like birthday dice cards and shit. And, shit. Yeah. and then you'll be, like, looking at it, like, perving out. Like, you're like, yeah, look at this. Look at this hot chick fucking postcard. These kids nowadays yeah. will never know what it's like to jerk and off to you, the memory of a then, greeting card. Yeah, and then you look <laughs> over your shoulder, and there's, like, this 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 couple. And you're like, oh, no, no. Oh. Was no, no, I wasn't touching anything,
1: I swear. Dude, the first time I went to the back porn section of a video rental place, it was like an armored car robbery. I was like, wait for it, wait for it. Everybody's turn. Go, go, go team in there go. now. Let's Dude, get slutty nurses six.
0: I remember my first times going into those back of those, like before they were blockbuster. Yeah. Like, you know, Hollywood they had, videos and shit. Yeah. And yeah. they had all those porn fucking tapes. And I remember being like Oh, yeah. oh. Oh, 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 oh. this is before internet man yeah. you know, this is the 90s and shit you know like you had to buy like this really creepy uh, fucking VHS box that had <laughs> styrofoam insert Yeah, and it definitely had some questionable fucking smears on it and shit and then you would take it and you would have to like when you were walking through one of those sketchy places you literally had to make eye contact with the oh, person at yeah. the counter and then at that moment I think every person does this they look at them and they say, Do I feel comfortable <laughs> with buying this fucking butt plug or crazy sex apparatus? Yeah, cause it's before the internet. And fucking hot cheerleaders gone wild yeah. and renting out, and he's always so straight laced. Okay, so you you're gonna rent long and hot cheerleaders yeah. gone wild, and you're like, look, whoa, hey, whoa, keep it down, is that buddy. What this is called is this is like, Jurassic Park. You're like looking over your shoulder, like, hey, no, no, it's not for me. It's uh, you know, fucking. It's and a- it was
1: like eight ninety nine a night renting porn. Oh, man. dude,
0: that shit, dude. They, oh my God, the price gouging on the stroke in the dick. And back there in the was day.
1: nothing you could do about it. They were like, so we got, hey, real quick, there wasn't a sticker on this one, Gladys. How much is hot and horny tranny boys? Yeah. Put it in the Let's fucking, just say it's
0: fucking twenty dollars. Take my Money, take my money, okay. give me the fuck out. Of- and you know, like every time you drive by one of those places back in the day, you're like looking at the car to yeah. see if you recognize <laughs> it. There. There's a- they always got one of those shady back lots. That's like <laughs> yeah. the fucking parking lot lights out. And you know, you know that fucking preacher that you have all that respect for is in the back, creeping in, all disguised Fire and shit. Off. I remember I took a dressed girl- up like Gacho March, yeah, marks with a fucking mustache and fucking. Nose glasses combo.
1: We were like 16, and me and this girl were like, we, we, we snuck back in there, and we knew we were gonna get kicked out of there. And we're like looking through all the porn and stuff like that. And the thing was, so like in the back, these porns would have descriptions and like the best pictures they could have. And uh, we're just we're like looking through reading it. And, and the girl behind the counter is like, Hey, hey, she's like, Y'all can't be back here, y'all not old enough. And we were like, oh, blah, 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 And she's like, hey, you can't be back here. And as we were walking in, this guy walked in. I don't know who this guy was. But he walked in and saw us both and just immediately turned around. Like, oh, there's kids in here. I'm out. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: It's the same type of vibe as that when you get, like, when you go to, like, one of those state parks or those rest rest yeah, areas. Like the creepers. The good old 80 yeah. days. When you knew, like, you know, wow, well, boss, don't go near there. That's where the touchers are at.
1: It's. It's how I feel now when I got jock itch and I got to buy fucking Lotrimin at fucking Publix. And it's like – they're like V8, V8, uh, pack of meat. Dude, and then what? the thing – let me tell you this real quick about Loterman jock itch cream. It literally says on it, Jockage, in like the biggest font they could find. <laughs> <And> I'm like,
0: <laughs> Dear Johnson Johnson, do yeah. we be a little more fucking discreet on yeah. our jockage
1: meds? Like the athlete's foot one is just like, hey, whatever, but the Jockage one's like it's like blaring and then fucking it's got like a button you press it, and it's like his balls itch <laughs>
0: It's like you, uh, I remember in high school I took this hot little redhead chick to my junior prom and I'm like, Yeah, she's a little she's a little yeah. slut, she's she's totally fucking me. And I remember I was like, I gotta buy some condoms. So I literally drove to the next town over so that no one <laughs> would fucking know me. And I see the, you go ding dong. You go yeah. in, you look at the counter like you want to know who's fucking catch- checking you out, you know? You go to the back, I grab some condoms, and I'm like, okay, fuck, I can't just grab condoms. Play, yeah. cool. Play <laughs> cool. You gotta buy other purchases. I brought some bag of chips. <laughs> I think I might have bought a fucking, uh, a fucking Domino set what, from what Walgreens. Was, what was our thought process? They would get so confused ringing up the Dominoes that they would not notice the condoms. Time has changed, bro. If you bought condoms back in the 90s and early yeah. 2000s, or like, oh, this guy's fucking! <laughs> <laughs> like, alarm goes off, confetti goes over like a game show, like, this guy's fucking! It's like supermarket sweep. You're just
1: running in there grabbing shit, knocking it into your bag. <laughs> You're like, I'll buy $100. Get the pampers.
0: <laughs> You're like, sh- that's why like, they start, like putting like, uh, like alarms on some yeah. of those things, like the pregnancy tests. And all well, stuff. A lot
1: of, now they got all the rubbers and stuff behind the counter in a lot of places, you know?
0: Remember the good old days when you could go in, in like, even a 7-Eleven, they got the porny mags?
1: Porn mags with just the titties covered with
0: a black stripe. Oh, oh. Be like, let me get a Beaver Hunter Six. Some of you young motherfuckers will never feel uh, the good times. Because these
1: time. these kids now, man, good for them that they just have porn on hand. But they'll never be walking in the woods and find a Galleria magazine soaked out. But there's a nipple. Think about what
0: you would do. You would probably like. You would literally do anything for the the late nineties to have a video on oh. a small device. I had
1: I had like three your own porn creep, videos, creep. and I'm gonna tell you, bro move those motherfuckers like a stash house same way i move my weed around i was always like this thing's gotta
0: move you just reminded me of another story what's up so hurricane katrina comes and uh it wasn't it wasn't craigslist it might have been i don't know 2004 2005 and uh i was at the vmas in miami whole other story yeah and uh be 2005 cuz I, I just did I, your IMDb. Just say, that's it. right. Oh, shout out to IMDb. we finally uh put uh my shitty work and accomplishments on IMDb. So if you're really fucking bored, uh go check it out. Uh we're we're trying to we're trying to like go back in time so I can protect my legacy. Yeah. So I can be like, "Wait a minute. I did this." Let them fucking know. Anyways, uh Hurricane Katrina in Miami. It floods Miami, a bunch of VMA like pre-show parties like get canceled.
1: Hurricane Katrina affected Miami, too, man? I didn't even think about that. Yeah, like the streets yeah, were like streets flooded. Are, yeah. Not
0: like not crazy. Not like New Orleans, but still. It, it had was like bands. a bunch of palm trees and the storm drains, and it was like a foot high of water. Like, oh, my God, the yeah. humanity. And uh, anyways, and then, you know, fucking everything went on after that. Yeah. So Hurricane Katrina hit New Orleans. I was born in New Orleans. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. Wow. And and I remember being like a good like week or so before you people realized like the the significance of what the storm did yeah. with the hurricane. Like people didn't really know. And this is before news was like so instant and cutting edge. Yeah. And I remember the seeing it on the news and I just felt so like, wow, like this is crazy. I was like, I felt like 9-11 again. I yeah. Was like, wow. I felt like compelled to do something. So, uh, me, what do you know? Sock Nasty, Dick. Nate. Nasty Nate. Nasty Sock Dick didn't go. We tried to convince him. So this is what happened. I was, I think, I want to say com. Yeah, right I remember like, yeah. like, You want to make 500 a week? Yeah. Selling art? Call us. And it's like some jank-ass fucking yeah. rented studio. You're selling the kind of paintings that commission you would steal. Yeah, you're like, commission only? Steven's like, I did that. <laughs> so, Everyone went through the. We went through classifieds back in yeah. my back, oh, yeah. in, back in, in my days. They are like, oh, I need a yeah. job. Break open the Sunday paper. There was that job paper too. Do you remember? It was just jobs. Yeah, you had to you had to invest. Yeah. If you won the job, you're like, oh, I got to score me a good dollar fifty to get the Sunday newspaper. <laughs> yeah, look in the classified sections. So, do you remember a hey, real quick, guys? Do you remember
1: bumming sections from people? Like somebody would buy a paper, you'd be like, hey, buddy, are you gonna need the classifieds? Yeah, oh, here you go. You know, like you, you remember bummed when the, a the comics
0: were cool? You're like, whoa, let me see the funny.
1: Yeah. I remember. I remember. I remember. Uh, literally, and, and, and people. Never, some people will never know this, but uh, you're like sitting somewhere, and somebody's getting up, and you're like, "You done with that paper?" They're like, "Yeah, here." You'd be you fighting know? over it. Mm-hmm.
0: I remember when like Sunday newspapers would sell out.
1: I remember watching homeless people read papers. You remember that? There'd be homeless people sitting on the street, but the paper. Every man who could read read the paper. You
0: know? It's crazy. So, anyways, found some uh, ad on Moxner.com. I Believe it was the porn machine. Different location, but the porn machine was still with us. Big ass nipple, fucking IBM looking, yeah. fucking uh, monitor, weighed like a fucking hundred pounds. And I found this ad, and it said, uh, "It said make." I want to say it was like five hundred a week. And I was like, "Whoa, five hundred a week!" I don't even do any morphine for this. Holy shit! In. I'm fucking in. And then I read to the ad, and it was an ad, and it said. Uh, Put blue tarps on roof. FEMA. It was basically some shady hillbilly. And I remember his name. His name was Hank Hankins. Hank Hankins. And he was like, he probably wasn't even a legit contractor, but he was claiming to be. And he said that he had work and he would pay you $500 a week to put up blue tarps on roofs. So I showed uh, some, Nasty some, Nasty Nate, uh, our buddy Drew. And uh, I basically convinced them to drop out of college. And they borrowed their mom's trailer. And in that Ford Explorer, that really loud, annoying fucking exhaust I talked about early in the show, we said, you know what? We're going to New Orleans. So I have all of this on camera, by the way. Every last bit of it. We, uh, We go there. We go to this, like... Uh, gas station in Gainesville, and there's this like dude come out in overalls like, hey, how did it go? And I'm Hank. Hank, like, hey, we're here for the job. He's like, all right now, all right. Uh, how many you got with you, boss? I was like, oh, you know, it's just us three right here. He's like, all right, well, I guess you do. Meet us. Uh, here's the address. And meet us in New Orleans. No, no fucking GPS. So we found our way, and uh, we didn't go. We couldn't get into New Orleans. And I remember as we were going through the Panhandle of Florida. We saw a sign. It was like, last stop for gas. And there was like some really questionable, sketchy motherfucking people there. And it was like one of those, like, get this little bit of gas and get get the the fuck fuck out of here. And I remember, because I was filming, and I think I was, like, causing some attention to myself. And I remember there was, like, a gas station. And there was a drive-in movie theater, like a bandit. And I'd be like, oh, fuck, this is about to get real. We are about to go. Into literally the ruins of Louisiana yeah. and, and Mississippi, and we got as far as we could get, and, and I believe we we stayed the night in the middle of no fucking where at some lady's fucking like farmhouse. In the
1: Explorer, you guys crashed. Or you stayed yeah, there? yeah, we slept yeah. in it.
0: And uh, oh, that's right. And I, I convinced my uh, Puerto Rican friend Ivan, yeah, who was a lifeguard at Wet and Wild. And he had a really, really strong accent. He was yeah. like, Dude, listen, I just want to come to see dead bodies. <laughs> and he said this and I got this all on camera. Yeah. And I was like, Wow, that's damn, we might just see dead bodies. Right. And we're not able to like fucking we're listening to like radio yeah. to hear what the fuck's going on. You guys
1: haven't even processed what you're really about to yeah, go into. Yeah, we,
0: we have no idea. But we're like, you know, fuck it, YOLO, motherfucker, let's go. Yeah. I just got done hanging out with, like, fucking Mike Jones and Bam and and Hulk Hogan and yeah. all this shit down in Miami, and I had a shaved head. And I remember at the VMAs, Sway, the, the dread, yeah. uh, the black dude with the dreads from MTV, they had, like, a pre-show. This brings me back to yeah. IMDb. And I'm in the front row, we walked a little, it was a white carpet, and everyone, like, P. Diddy and shit showed up on these yachts, and I think Kanye West like, just like came out. Yeah. He just had blew up, and there's all these like super famous people around me. And uh, I remember them like, hey, Mike, you want to come see the pre-show? I'm like, dude, fucking Paul Wall, Slim Thug, and Mike Jones. <laughs> and I remember we are fucking sitting there. I'm, I'm sitting there in the front row, and they're like clapping and yelling. Yeah. The cameras are everywhere. They're filming you know, a TV show. They're yeah. live TV and stuff. And then all of a sudden, I hear, hold up, hold up, hold up, my man, my man, my man. What would you think of that? And it was Sway. And he, and he took the, the microphone, the wireless mic, and pointed it right in my face. And I had no idea what the fuck he just said. So I'm just like, without, without even skipping a beat, maybe like one second, I go, Mike who? The whole crowd goes, Mike Jones. I go, Mike who? Mike Jones. Mike who? Mike, who? Mike Jones. He said, all right, "All right, yo, we'll be right back. This is this this is the fucking MTV Music World." And they cut the commercial. I'm on TV and all this shit. And I'm like, "Oh my god, I made it!" <laughs> Days later, I'm in New Orleans, Hattiesburg, Hattiesburg Mississippi. Ooh. We are broke, young, broken, and dumb, and looking for some fun.
1: Yeah. So you guys haven't linked up with uh, Hank Hankinson yet.
0: Oh, no. We found uh, this house that we were supposed to, like, rendezvous at. And this lady comes out. And I remember it was, like, I would say 8.30 a.m. I could hear a rooster. And some fucking Mexican dude starts, like, banging on this fucking the back window. And I get out, and he's pissing on, like, the fucking the bumper. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, yo, what you doing, player? And this lady comes out, and she's like, "Hey, y'all here? Are y'all here to do the Blue Towers?" We're like, y- "Yes," and we're like, "And there's a bunch. Oh, there's this other young couple. I forget yeah. his fucking name. This white straight-laced dude and him. And he like convinces like her, his like fiance to go on this adventure." And I remember they' were parked next to me,
1: some like tree hugging fucks and stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some,
0: you know they're they're definitely fucking, yeah. they probably I gotta-
1: we've got to go help the people of New Orleans. it'll look great on our college applications,
0: yeah, exactly, so um, this lady comes out like, all right now y'all gonna camp here, y'all gotta get to work, and We're like, what and I'm like looking around and this this Mexican dude's pissing on the, my friend's bumper, and she's not even like acknowledging that this dude's <laughs> got his his fucking dick out and pissing on the bumper. And this is, like, some old, like, wooden cottage-looking yeah. house. And we're on, like, some farm shit in the middle of nowhere, Mississippi. And the next thing, though, like, I'm, like, trying to wake up. My friends wake up. And then this lady's, like, basically getting us to do, like, free labor. You know, a little Mike Busey trick. Like, "Oh, yeah. you want to show up early to the party, huh? I need all these logs moved. Next thing, know, we're, like, shuffling these logs off this porch. And... I remember, like, an hour into like, yo, we got to get the fuck out of here. So we dipped, and there's National Guard everywhere. You can't, like, go past certain places. We're seeing fucking boats in the middle of highways. Yeah. There's, uh by the time we, it was about two weeks after Hurricane Katrina hit, and you could see, like, five, six, eight feet at times, a water line on all these houses. Oh, shit. And I couldn't understand it, but uh what had happened is basically, uh all the water when I came in it flooded the whole town all these towns and, and, and cities and everything in these houses basically started floating and as the water recited it, it sucked it all out of the house. Sucked houses. it out. It looked like someone literally sucked all their furniture, everything and I got all this shit on camera because I was like, you know, I'm you know so shit all over the streets and, Dude. and and the fucking little dumpster diver in me yeah. was like, Oh my god, look at that fucking <laughs> big screen tv and we got this trailer we're riding around and i remember we had a craftsman fucking chainsaw and we've been there and this is a good i can't believe i've not told this story before this is a great story um we're like starting to be like yo we just got here what the fuck this dude let us here we uh I don't even know where to go with this. There's just so many people. I'm like remembering things as I think what, about this. Do you
1: do you guys ever do the tarp jobs?
0: No, no. <laughs> okay, good, good. But good. don't don't spoil the story. No, no, no. I just want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we're moving around. National guards like coming through, bro. We started like I think my buddy Drew was like the one who was like paying for us to eat because I remember my friend Nasty Nate had a meltdown in a McDonald's. And he's like, you don't got this. And he was like cranky. You know, like when you yeah. go camping with your bros and you're having the time of your life, you're like, yeah, no, this is starting to get really shitty. Yeah. We were basically living. It's like
1: on tour, like the second month of tour. Yeah.
0: When you're so like, fuck this place. We were, we, we were living just fine in Orlando, Florida, and basically went to the fucking shithole of the earth. And then, then we find ourselves like having to wait in line into a, like a at a church to get canned goods and stuff. We're fighting like I got a whole fight with me and Nasne like like getting ready to fist fight each other, like yelling like fuck you you ain't doing shit, and I remember I was wearing a Ron our test Indiana Pacers jersey, and I remember I put my hand on the, the shoulder of the door I ah, burnt myself because we literally been waiting this line yeah roasting and then uh, there was like a lot of a lot of people from out of town like I actually yeah. found this guy I went to jail with one time he's like yo what up man yo what up Mike oh my god. And I'm like, whoa, hey, you know, you don't, hey, yo, oh, chill out, you don't, you don't know me, you don't see me. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, dude, I'm like on MTV right now, and yeah. I'm out here fucking going on this gypsy adventure, and lo and behold, um, we wind up in the behind of uh, a gas station that was destroyed because you would drive around, and you would roll up on something like, damn, I'm fucking starving. Go in the gas station, and you're like, oh, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like uh a fucking. Looks like Seattle, like, yeah. completely burnt down and crazy. Like a riot happened. Yeah. Like a natural disaster. It's like just, It's yeah. it's crazy. And, uh, and I had seen some shit before, but this was the first time being so engulfed in this yeah. type of thing. And uh, so we, uh, I guess, like, the National Guard was like, everyone, you can stay here. Because they knew that there was, like, a bunch of people there to yeah. come help. And what was crazy about Katrina is that all these people came pretty fast to come help. Cause I remember seeing people riding on airboats, yeah. and this and that, and and then people up on bridges, like like basically living on the living on them and stuff. And um, about a, about two or three miles in Hattiesburg, there was like this huge fucking field. It went for miles and miles and miles. It looked like some like you know like when you go to like a festival, and it was full of like these little campers. And here I am, like what the fuck is going on? And lo and behold, here comes Hank Hankins pulling in. With him and his like Carney family and his and all these other guys, they've conned into some fucking crazy uh, crazy Was that sad. couple there? No, they didn't make it that
1: far. They didn't make it fast to logs. No, nah, <laughs> hell no.
0: And we're in this huge field and Hank's like, all right, everybody, don't worry. We're waiting on FEMA. We got the contract. We'll be working by tomorrow. Well, tomorrow turn to the next day and the next day turn the next day. And everyone's like, yo. This shit's getting real. Yeah. So I fucking literally led a gypsy <laughs> fucking uprising. I became friends with a lot of this dude. There was a dude named Juan who was living in the back of a fucking a lawnmower fucking trailer. And he was cooking these sardines out. He's like, hey, hey, you want these sardines? And I was like, fuck no. About day three, I was like, hey, man, you got some <laughs> of them sardines, player." So I'm eating sardines. This guy's cooking with a little propane yeah. torch. And uh, we're like, yo, this is, get- this is getting bad. This is yeah. getting, like, scary. And um, at late at night, you would see, like, people, like, their camp would be gone. Yeah. And then you'd say, motherfucker, robbed me. So people started stealing generators oh, and, like, uh, lawn equipment. So it was getting cutthroat because motherfuckers were like, yo, I got to get out of here. Like, this is yeah. not, looking good. So I literally showed up to this huge-ass fucking, like, area where they had, like, circled around, like, some covered wagons because yeah. this dude was already getting, like, flack. Yeah. There were people like, no, fuck this motherfucker. I fell for this shit. I came all the way out here. And, like, I got friends that dropped out of college for this shit. Yeah. They think they're all about to get rich and shit and this and that. Get rich on $500. Hey, it was, hey, hey man, that's a long time ago. $500 was some damn good money, motherfucker.
1: We're about to be rich.
0: Yeah, no, we were like... All right, well, we're about to do this. Let's go. So we get there, and we're like the smarter of the village, okay? Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like unionizing <laughs> shit. There's a dude behind us that got in a fist fight with this dude. We saw him like fighting, fighting, fighting. Yeah. And uh, it was because like they were digging holes and shitting in it. And this guy's like, he put his goddamn hole next to my fucking tent. And they were getting, it was getting crazy. So I was like, "All right, bro, enough's enough. I'm I'm too smart for this shit." So I was like, "Fuck this, man. We don't gotta take this shit." So about four o'clock in the afternoon, with the dude who just who just won the fist fight, and he to, he's like, "Come on, let's go, man. Where are you from?" And it was like, "You're in jail. Like, where are you from? Where'd you come from?" Yeah. Oh, I'm from Houston, man. Like, oh, oh yeah, I'm from Tennessee. I'm from Florida. And uh, I rolled up to this 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 dude, Hank Hankins, fucking camper. And I beat. Him. I was like, Hank. Get out here. And you could hear like a shotgun. Yeah. And I was like, uh, I mean, if work. you want to. If you want to. If you want some sardines was my question for you. So he had like this son. It was like, everyone back the fuck up. Because I remember he had like a blue Mustang. We're like, yeah. oh, this rich motherfucker. Yeah. Actually, that blue Mustang actually kept us holding on. We're like, well, if we hold <laughs> up, boys, we'll be we'll rich get like <laughs> him. We'll be rich like the, the contractor's <laughs> son with that blue Mustang. And, uh, yeah, it uh, came to a miserable thing, and we basically, like... Did he come
1: out with the shotgun?
0: Uh, No, but, like, his whole family come out, yeah. and, and we're like, well, if y'all can't hold out, it's time for you to go. So we had to drive off and basically go, like, even further into the abyss, where we wind up at, like, some rodeo place, and I remember seeing all these, like, Apache helicopters and shit, and there's, like, Humvees going around, yeah. like... We're at, like, this gun range slash, like, rodeo area, which was even crazier. And all this is on camera. I got all yeah. this shit on camera. We're, like, eating fucking the shit. We're eating peas. Like, if you ever go to a food drive and you give peas, it's like you're, you're doing them more harm than good. <laughs> Nobody is like, I'm fucking, I need some peas. I like when they give shit that it's like capers, and I'm like, capers?
1: Nobody's ever been homeless and been like, I got lemon butter, I got chicken. The only problem is I don't have any fucking capers.
0: <laughs> it's like when you're in the Boy Scouts and you do that canned, dro- yeah. canned food drive, and everyone just donates all the shit they don't want to eat. Yeah, Everyone in America has a can of something that's been in their fucking pantry for years. Yeah. you are like, well, you know... This one did get through Y two K. Yeah, you know maybe I'll need it one of these days. Homeless people
1: and and people in like uh, natural disasters are the only people that know what peas and cranberry tastes like cold from a spoon. So,
0: I'm I'm losing a little bit. I'm like, all right, <laughs> but I got this hot girlfriend that I was that dating. Oh, did you meet her there? No, I met uh, back at the home. Okay. It was like it, I I literally felt like we were like in the military. Yeah. I was like, I need to get your phone. I need to go to the top of this hill. And it was like this gun range. You could walk up and you had you got cell phone reception up there. So I was like, let me borrow your phone, man. And I'd call her. She's screaming like, you motherfucker. Are you out there fucking I'm like, I'm like, baby, I'm not fucking cheating on you. I'm eating I mean, sardines and peas and I'm ducking the Hankinson family. <laughs> I'm in the goddamn woods. <laughs> And I remember I had this DVD. It was called "Cock Sucking Cherries." <laughs> <laughs> and we had we had this little flip up DVD TV thing. It was like it was like a thick. It was a Bible. It was like a giant heavy Bible. He put batteries in. Porn machine, <laughs> porn machine. And uh, Drew had brought this uh, this like little pop up camper that you know that when it goes up and it goes out to the sides, yeah. And you had to put the legs underneath yeah. it. So we were like sleeping in this motherfucker, no AC. We don't got no ice. We're like fucking we're literally And you guys left a home yeah. with nice shit. It was like, "Oh, hell nice I go there to volunteer to help the the poor people." And sure now you're know. now you're living it. We're living worse than them. These motherfuckers got, went to Houston and, <laughs> and got the fuck out of there, you know. Other than the few thousand people that died or something, <laughs> I don't know. But uh I and I swear I have all this on fucking camera. Uh cuz that's all you could do. We're just yeah. doing dumb crazy shit. So, uh I was like, hey, I know what we can do. They're like, what's that? I was like, hey, all right, all right, let's go over to the dumpster and let's get some cardboard. And we went into a Walmart that was near Hattiesburg. And I remember, like, it was desolate. It had not gotten hit. Yeah. But it was, like, the, the closest one to the the, the destruction yeah. that hadn't got affected. It was it was literally, like, you could go in and it was just, like, a band. Every shelf was empty. It was, yeah. It was crazy. It was just pee. I, I regretted it, but like it was I'm kinda glad I got to experience yeah. it. It was like wow, this is crazy. This is like yeah. life right now for these people. And uh I remember we went over to like the fucking office supplies and there was one Sharpie left and I and, and I I will confess and I will gladly pay my restitution, but I stole it. Yeah. I stole it. Maybe maybe the hype of the crowd got me hyped. Yeah. like <laughs> fucking riot i was probably gonna like rage against the machine playing in my head like
1: yeah the radio. So I'm
0: gonna i'll take this sharpie i'll teach the man so here we are with these pieces of cardboard we found the dumpster and your sharpie and we're riding on a sharpie and they're like what the fuck we're gonna do with sharpie now mike i was like bro we're gonna make signs and we're gonna find people that want to hire us to clean up and they're like, "Oh, that's genius!" Like, I told you guys, I'll get us. I got us here, and I'll get us out. And then every day we're having like meltdowns. Like, yeah, my girlfriend's like, "If you don't fucking come back, I swear to God, I'll fucking burn all your shit." Da 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 da. And then my other friends didn't have girlfriends, and they were like really, really stubborn. They're like, "We ain't going back, Mike. We ain't." This is actually how I met uh, our Jewish friend is listen, 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 listen. Yeah. He was some other shady contractor dude there. Trying to do some blue tarp project shit, and uh, did you guys ever get work? Well, listen, this is so we take this sharpie and we (laughs) write we write manual labor. Call us, and we start putting these little signs in the medians. And I remember the traffic was really really bad. Like everyone was like out like freaking out, looking at shit. And uh, I remember my buddy Drew goes, "Way to go, you stupid fucking idiot! You misspelled manual." I was like, no, I didn't. They're like, yeah, you did. And you look, you're like, oh fuck, I did. So we just put like, I think like forty or forty or fifty signs all over Hattiesburg, Mississippi that said, "Manual," like, <laughs> like Manuel, yeah, manual. like manual labor.
1: <laughs> so but that calling. phone was
0: blowing up, baby. Everybody's like, "Hey, can I speak to manual? <laughs> yeah. So they're like, "Oh, a Mexican." We called that one. It probably worked out for us. They're like, "We don't want no white folks coming to do our yard work." So here we are. This lady calls us and she tells us where to go and this is you know we're getting directions like oh, ah yeah. hey, where where is it we show up to this fucking really nice ass neighborhood and it's got like a, a guard shack when yeah. you come up and there's an armed guard sitting there and I'm like oh my god this place is fucking this is a nice place but it was yeah. it was fucked up we're talking giant ass oak trees they were probably, like, four-foot circumference. And you guys have no tools or anything? We had a Craftsman <laughs> chainsaw, okay? All right? Craftsman chainsaw. And here we are. We show up to this ladies. I remember their house was on this embankment. It was, like, I would say, like, 20 feet upward a little incline hill. Yeah. Their driveway. And it is a beautiful home. And I remember... The husband looking at us like oh, I don't know about these boys now. And we have my friend. He's like, I just want to see uh, a dead body, <laughs> and and then we teamed up with this other guy we met at the gun range campsite. So he jumps in with us, and there's like eight of us. We show up, and this guy comes out. He was tall, you know, like a old, like salt and pepper, yeah. gray hair dude, and uh. I remember his wife was nice. She, like, tried to bring us water and yeah. shit, and I had to use the bathroom. And, and I remember them, like, well, you can just. He's, like, looking around. He's, like, oh, just let these mother do, do not let these motherfuckers in my house. Yeah. <laughs> it's a nice-ass house. And we were dumb. We were young and dumb. We just basically started literally doing something that someone would probably pay, like, at least $1,000 for. Yeah. Um, we made, like, after all of it was said and done, like, 25 bucks a piece. <laughs> It was there all fucking day and i remember at the very end the guy's like hey you're gonna rake it up i was like rake up what he wanted me to rake the fucking leaves i just moved i just was on the fucking Axeman, like history channel like mountain men shit we were rolling down these giant lumbers, the chainsaws broke uh i <laughs> the think craftsman
1: it, chainsaw yeah
0: oh it was it came a huge ordeal and we were rolling these logs down his driveway Almost came this close to hitting a car that was driving by because once you started getting them bitches rolling, <laughs> yeah, they were not rolling. stopping. It was probably the worst shit I ever did. Everyone had calluses, backs are brutal. Twenty five bucks a piece. Oh my fucking god! But at the end of the day, the the wife was like, "Oh, well, I guess you could go in here and get some water." And I go in the kitchen, and I see a photo of him and George W. Bush on the fucking, on the refrigerator. And I was like, yo, is this the fucking president? <laughs> and they got kind of quiet. This is about a time, fucking Mike Myers and Kanye West were on the, yeah. On fucking live television, that telethon. And uh, I was like, what do you do? And he's like, I work for Kraft. I was like, Kraft macaroni and cheese? Like, yeah, something like that. And he, I know you didn't want to tell details. Yeah. And I remember he was basically telling me that George W. Bush was his, like, cousin. And I was like, oh, this explains this nice-ass neighborhood. And we take we took pictures. I got, yeah. I got photos of this guy. And he does definitely resemble some type of fucking bush. And uh, that was the shittiest fucking thing we ever did. But the story gets worse. We go back to our site. We're like, oh, we're fucked. We don't know how to eat. We're all taking turns jacking off the <laughs> cocksucking cherries, the DVD. <laughs> fucking we're fighting we're getting cranky everyone the morale is gone we wind up uh finding this cemetery in the middle of nowhere my friend ivan he's like dude i just want to see a dead body we're like what and i remember we're just in this cemetery and next thing you know we had to like "Yo, what are you doing he was like lifting up like because a lot of the, the tombs. The mausoleum are, tombs that are above tombs. ground. Yeah, yeah, they're not in the ground. He was like trying to push one open. He's like, no one will ever see it. We just check, just want to see a dead body. I'm like, bro, we're like 20, 30 minutes away from a lot of dead bodies. Yeah, yeah. Like, chill out. We wind up days later showing up to fucking this FEMA place where all these campers, there's thousands of campers. This huge ass field and I rolled up to like this command center where there's like an outpost and I'm like, Who who's running this? And they're like, and here I'm young and dumb, yeah. thinking like, yo, hey, we're gonna fucking get this contract. <laughs> and we were hearing stories. This guy Juan, this is the guy who was that was living Sardine in the Sardine guy. Living in the fucking uh a lawn mowing trailer. He's like, I heard the story of this guy had nothing. He put a bid in and then they gave him million dollars. He went out and bought dump Trunk and excavator, and it was true. Like this dude, literally, yeah. like they were, they started getting so much backlash from the the, the lack of urgency and things happening that you could have showed up and be like yo, I got this landscape company. I got a craftsman and seven guys with me that I don't give a fuck, uh, bro. We uh we could have like, and we were a bunch of white kids except my friend Ivan. We could have like ran shop in there. It was it was it was crazy, and I remember just driving around. There was this place. There was a uh, what's the famous hair salon? It's black and white. That has like schools.
1: The uh, what's his name? Jean, uh, John uh, Paul, uh, Paul South. Uh, what what's, what is it? John Paul uh, or Paul Mitchell? Paul, Paul Mitchell. Mitchell.
0: Paul Mitchell schools. And I saw one, and everything was out, and it was like all these sinks because the water had came up so high, and we were going down places. We like we were seeing like fucking plywood, spray painted. Fuck off! Trespassers will be shot and killed. You know we're fucking we're we're in we're uh we're in Slidell, Louisiana, right there like where it came through, and it was the craziest shit I could ever fuck. And people were like, kind of coming back to their property and yeah. look and just staring at everything. The water had receded by this time, in certain areas, and they're just like staring and i remember filming with this shitty high 8 camera just kind of like looking and i was like damn we, there's a lot of cool shit that could be salvaged here but it was kind of like the honor system you're not gonna go around and like all this shit probably got thrown but you don't know if the guy dumpster. or
1: the lady's gonna come back and be like oh at least i got my sh-. you know what i'm saying Yeah, i'm you know, seeing
0: photo albums of like family wedding photos and, that's our like, trees you were seeing giant sailboats like in between like the like in between two houses that yeah. definitely doesn't belong there. Like I know I didn't park my sailboat here. Yeah, it was it was fucking. What was
1: the name of the porn again?
0: Cock cherries.
1: Cock cherries, guys. If you could find cock cherries,
0: it was red and white uh, DVD cover, and it had it was actually a, the the actual jewel case was red and the, and it had a clear thing around it. And I remember. That got us through some hard times. Did it
1: have a central plot, or was it just scenes of chicks sucking dick? It
0: was just. It was like the Brazzers before Brazzers, like yeah. really high, like whoa, this chick's huge fake tits. Yeah. And then we were, dude, we were, we were literally having to stay alive and uh,
1: sardines and cock sucking cherries.
0: Yeah, it, it was. It was rough. Did you find it, uh, Stephen? So yeah, you yeah found- I, don't, I don't make this shit up. It might have been, I might missing, it might have been like Cocksuckin' Cherries 9 or some shit, <laughs> but it was cocksucking Cherries, I promise. And I just remember being like, wow, here we are in, in, in the middle of history, a bunch of idiots trying to, just trying to pay their bills, left everything behind, and wind up almost literally in, in the worst, worst case scenarios of the people there. The thing is, you got everything on record, and that's dope. Everything on camera.
1: And we're gonna we're gonna get more of those out, but
0: you know no. what time it is? Yeah, we can't end it on cocksucking cherry Katrina, <laughs> fucking FEMA survival ch- fucking story. You
1: choose where it goes, and that's where it ends.
0: I got stories, dude. I know,
1: man. I of want, that
0: I, of that Bush dude. I got I got photos, I got videos, well, everything. This doesn't
1: have to be the last time we talk about cocksucking cherries and Hurricane Katrina, but. uh
0: so guys, thank you. As I say always, thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoy it. And, and just
1: a side note, guys, we do have the biggest party of the year coming up, which is our Halloween party, drunk people in costumes,
0: the 21st anniversary, the
1: 21st anniversary, and uh, and we also
0: just got done filming uh, a show.
1: Can't talk about what we just filmed, but not, but not, not because it's not just bullshit. It's just uh, it's, the, it's, it's
0: it's it's it was the biggest show. That you watched in 2020 with the most colorful, interesting characters, and they came and filmed at, at here at the house yesterday, yesterday all day, and they were awesome people. Hey, but just to anybody listening to the podcast, uh,
1: the uh, registration for the RSVPs for uh, Drunk People in Costume are going to come out on Thursday, then Friday and Saturday.
0: 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Gold members first, then silver members and green and if you're already not a member, by yeah. the time you hear this, you're fucked. Yeah. Because so we're taxing you. Because we don't need no more dick. All girls are always welcomed, as always. Always
1: welcome. Just remember, cocksucking
0: cherries will get you through. It's true.
1: <laughs> All right, guys. I'm half myself and Mike Busey.
0: I got way more to this story. I I, I, just, I know I butchered it.
1: No, we'll just finish it up another time. Cock cherries part two, the sequel. To be continued. All right, guys. Thanks for listening.
0: Love you guys. Thank you.